We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. We have such sights to show you. <laughs> hey, Paul! Bring the motherfucking ruckus! Fuck you two! Hello there. Hey! Thank you. <laughs> I'm talking to you! God damn it! We have to start like this? Off to a great start. <laughs> Hello there. Hello. This was, thank you for tuning in. This is chaos in the Where woods. Where am I? <laughs> My God. Parts one and two were cabin in the woods with group one. This is known as chaos in the woods <laughs> <laughs> with group two. Let's get around the table. Very quickly introduce everyone. I am your captain, Captain Death, here acting as your host once again for this, uh, let's say this, uh, this, this great, great group of camaraderie and cooperation sitting in front of me, uh, starting off to my left, starting the initiative, <coughs> if Harold Heavyhands. Harold! <laughs> Harold Heavyhands, when we started the game, I asked you what personal item you wanted to bring into the game, and correct me if I'm wrong, you have chosen a small knife that ejects from your boot when you kick it in a certain way. Like a boot knife. <laughs> next up we have <laughs> Next up we have Strawberry Shortcake. Shortcake. How you doing tonight? I'm doing magnificent. Beautiful. You What's your personal item? It is a self-inflating air mattress, specifically twin size. You do bring that with you wherever you go, and I do. Uh, you are relied upon for that nature, so I thank you for playing. Well, in real life, you. I carry a queen, but I don't want to be so like cumbersome <laughs> when I'm on the move. Great. I've got monsters to fight. Twin sizes, plenty. You don't know that yet. <laughs> uh, then next up, we have. Where am I? So it's the answer to that the question is chaos. <laughs> Does that mean my name tonight is Chaos? <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> we'll see how you do. Where am I? Uh, what personal item did you bring into the game? Uh, I brought a battery pack. Battery pack. Um, I. That's going to be a pretty loose concept moving forward. So just like anything that can be powered, you know, make an argument with yeah. me that you literally have like a multi-purpose, like voltage plug on you. you know? I, I think it's a little bit more optional of an item, but I think it's it's like a high-risk, high-reward type of situation. It very much is. You know, a lot of people went for something more uh, well-rounded. I can tell you um, for a fact there was a the specific dice, character yesterday who um, went around breaking a lot of electronics because he didn't like the result of them. So if you are in the opposite regard, this will be a good time. Moving on to next guest... The Stompy, <laughs> Terry the Tickler. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> so, he's not even the one driving the car. Uh, what personal item did you bring? Uh, you know, just uh, like some nunchucks. He brought some nunchucks. Is there anything specific you want to tell me about yeah, the nunchucks? Yeah, they're shaped like dicks. 
<laughs> so they're dick, dick chucks. nunchucks. Nuncocks says. Uh, Nuncocks. Strabus said. Dick cocks. Strabus. Strabus. Yeah, they're nunchucks, but like dicks on both ends. Great. Wooden though. <laughs> then we have Deputy Dewey going, going last. So I'll try and keep this short just because this is hilarious that you guys picked what you picked. D&D, which has some aspects in this game, you have, like, a background. All right, keep yeah. it short. Until you become a murder hobo guy. <laughs> anyway, my background nice was, from being away from the law, I decided to consult with a certain show called uh, Dateline NBC with Chris Hansen. <laughs> also brought up by Tanrano Trim yesterday. So, me, me and Strawberry Shortcake have been on a sting-op with some fucking gross people online by the name of Harold Heavy Hands, <laughs> Where Am I? And this is the real fucked up one. Terry the Tickler. No. And uh, Strawberry decided no. to bring a bed to lure them in. So we are on a sting off right now, and I decided to bring some handcuffs just in case things get a little too wild. I can see handcuffs being uh, very useful. Um, it goes um, in line with my I'm character. I'm not saying against each other, but <laughs> against certain things. Nice. With the way Harold Heavy Hands is uh, starting, you might need him. No, no. His hands gonna be, be too heavy. It's not going to work. Not going to be useful. No. <laughs> not after what I do. So, <laughs> if what I'm hearing is correct, two certain party members have already taken an opposing side... <laughs> To three party members. <laughs> I mean, Strawberry didn't so, even so know that that was it, my background. I just, I just want to make sure that, that this came from a, a different direction. And if I any of my know. actions in the future well, reflect that as I'm I said, feeling targeted, I'm throwing this shit right back on you. With D&D, you forget your background and become a murder hobo real I, quick. So I'm sure I will forget that you are all a bunch of predators. Let me, let me break that up a little bit to say... You guys are you. You guys know you are going to a cabin. You already paid for it. It's up in the woods. You got it at a nice price. You have no Sting idea up. why this three-story cabin was just so cheap for you guys to, to book, but you guys did it, and you came together, and you're just looking to go up and, and drink some beers and have a nice, you know, have a nice weekend with each other. Yeah, touch this I, young I you child stabbed. named Strawberry. <laughs> See what happens. There are multiple beds. I don't beds. want to be the one to stab you, but I hope you get stabbed. <laughs> okay, so we're starting it off. We have uh, Harold Heavy Hands. Um, he, he's, he's driving the car in the passenger seat. We have uh, Terry the Tickler. And then in the back seat, we have Where Am I? And then chilling in the reclined trunk. We have both Strawberry Shortcake and Deputy Dewey. So we are driving up to the mountain together. What what's playing what's playing on the on the car's stereo? Who has Conqueror. Who, who claims oh, Oxy? Oh, Absolutely oh, not! Guys, damn it! I'm along West Virginia! Mountain Mama! Take me home! Country Rose! <laughs> Perfect. Uh, and I'm glad to see the person in the middle of the car by himself is vehemently opposed <laughs> to everything that's already going on. That's why I bought headphones. <laughs> that's actually what Gestalt said last night. He said, I'm going to fall asleep in the back of the car and there's nothing anyone can say that is going to change anything about how I ride in this car. And I said, fair enough. 
Can I roll to scream? <laughs> <laughs> roll, roll to scream. Okay. Fuck yeah. Oh, Jesus! Oh. <laughs> Two or one? Fucking one die. Before we even get there. Three. It's moderate. Ah! <laughs> Ruin the system. chorus. That's good. So no, we already uh, did that part. So we're driving up this road. You guys feel like you're on the highway for fucking ever. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're running out of gas. You know, you have to stop somewhere, and you're. You, you are on this open road and looking out in front of you, you do see the mountain in the background kind of growing as it gets closer to you, and you know that that's where you're... The only you're... thing that's growing. <laughs> and you know that's where the destination is. So Why are you, you know yelling you're... this from one end of the bus to the other? <laughs> so you know, you're, you know you're heading in that direction, and you, as you get closer, buildings start to disappear, more open fields, more, more trees start to pop up in the distance, and next thing you know, you are surrounded both on the right side and on the left side with trees. You find yourself in the middle of nowhere, I'm going to say 50 miles from the closest town, and on your left pulls up a gas station. You guys know you have to pick up some last minute stuff. You said, ah, forgot some shit. Let's stop by this gas station real quick. So you pull it on the left, this little gravel path. It is one of those old ones in the middle of nowhere, talking about like a Jersey gas station. There are two Jersey. There are two pumps. <laughs> and the nice one on the right that. is already taken by a taxi driver. You see a small Indian man who's filling up the gas in his car, and he definitely eyeballs you fuckers as you're coming in through the driveway because you're singing Country Road with the windows down, and one of you is screaming. Well, I need to do that. So all of these things are being seen. Uh, there's an, a homeless man around the corner chilling next to a dumpster who definitely leans forward and sees you guys pull in. Um, we do not get much activity. Can I do roll perception on him? We will get there. So the the dumpster around back does have a strange glow, and it seems as though the um, the homeless man is either completely ignoring this or isn't aware of it to start with. And out front, you also notice a newspaper vending machine is sitting there, and obviously it hasn't been used in, in days, because the most recent newspaper in there is from last week, and this place isn't attended to, so they're flowing out all over the, the driveway, they've spilled out onto the pavement, so there are a couple things you guys can interact can with that side. We'll get there. Your turn is your initiative, so I will allow each of you to get out of the car, but we're gonna I'm gonna set the scene first. The awning over the gas station pumps has been torn up a little bit, either from storm or from what, you're not sure. When you look at the building, it has these faded tube lights and it very clearly says gas station. There's not a brand, it really confuses you, you have no idea why. And um, the right-hand side of the top right roof section has been torn apart, and you have no idea why. Uh, but there's a gap in there, and it's almost like there's a hole. So maybe maybe they have an infestation of some kind, but you're, you're not quite sure. And what, what awaits you inside, you are uneasy, but let's say confident that you will be able to find exactly what you are looking for in this you know, mini-mart-sized gas station. So, uh, we're going to start with, I need volunteer of who is going to fill up the car with gas, because it is going to require you to stay outside, and you are not going to be able to go inside. Someone is essentially going to pick up I'm your stuff gas. for you. 
So you're filling up gas. You, yeah, so Terry the Tickler gets out a shotgun and he says, I, I'll take care of this. And he walks around back to the right hand side and he ignores everything else around him and his turn oh. is going to pass because he's going to stand there and fill oh, up the thing oh, with gas. Perception on the homeless Wait, dude. did you say he pulls you out a shotgun? The gas. He pulls out of, of shotgun. He was oh, he's right. the passenger seat. Please. I thought the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Please don't, please don't scream while you're just filling up the Do gas. Do you still want to fill up the gas or did you want to interact with other things? I want to interact with other things. So I do need someone who doesn't interact with anything to take the sacrifice of uh, not going we, to the gas fine. station. We still go in and buy our things, right? You will be given your things, but I'll someone is essentially going right. in there. All right, I'll do the gas. If someone can get me a newspaper, I'll do gas. Nah, I'm doing gas. Me and him worked out the perception check I want to do. That's just a dog from the gas station. Let me know. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let's see if he stopped <laughs> recording. He did not stop recording, oh, so we will continue to talk in our velvety tones. Cox! Cox! Cox. a little bumblebee! <laughs> He's a little bumblebee man! Captain Death is a cute butt. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> and he's also a bumblebee! He, I hid a little turd in this butt. room and he won't find it. Oh, no. What? Oh, no. Penis. <laughs> oh, 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 be cool, be cool, he's back. I kept it recording, so I'm going It's all to good. Yeah, we had the, uh, didn't oh. catch anything bad. <laughs> little bumble butt. <laughs> call me a bumble butt. Bumble butt. Bumble, bumble, bumble butt. Oh. All right. Oh, we'll spit up. The, the, the screwed up part is just probably keep gas. a good chunk of that. Probably. So, Terry the Tickler has opted to fill up the car with gas. He is filling up the car with gas. So we're going to start with the driver who gets out and stretches his legs. He gives himself a big old stretch. He's been driving forever, but you know that you're the first one who kind of has to go in this direction and kind of get everything started. You know exactly what you want to buy already. So do you choose to interact with anything outside? I will repeat the things. There's a taxi driver, a newspaper, a I know exactly what I'm about to do. A dumpster and a torn off part of roof that you can inspect. Oh, my legs! <laughs> What's wrong with your legs? I don't know. They're tired. So I pull out a camera that you didn't know I had. I walk up to the homeless guy and I say, neat, and I take a picture of him. <laughs> so you're interacting with the homeless guy. Yo, I'm, 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 I'm over here pumping gas. And I your yell. phone works right now, but you do note that the signal is dying. I'm over at gas yelling, yo, man, that's neat. pretty cool. <laughs> so he says neat and he takes a picture of the homeless man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let me tell you what is happening. You find that the homeless man has no legs. He's sitting on the ground with a knapsack and a <laughs> shouting your legs. <laughs> He's sitting on the ground with a knapsack and a blanket and he looks straight at you and says, "What did you see on the other side?" Pee pee poo poo. <laughs> Is pee pee poo poo your, your answer to this homeless man that you walked up to and took a picture of? Uh, 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 Is that your answer? Is that your answer? <laughs> That's a way better answer. I don't know. Less homeless people. <laughs> I say less homeless people is what you saw on the other side. Yeah. 
the man gets thrown into a viral rage where he chases you on his stumps and hands around the gas station parking lot, trying to nip at your heels with his mouth. Uh, I eject my knife boot and I swing it at his throat. Jesus Christ. So, because 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 this happened to you, because this happened to you, because this happened to you way quicker than you were able to react, you do find yourself running away from the little Stubbs homeless man, and I need you to roll to avoid getting bitten by him. I have a knife boot! I just stomp down and eject the knife! This is kick not, him right in the throat! This is not an attack He's scenario. He's right at fucking kick level! This is not an attack scenario. We are not at the cabin yet. You are not able to use weapons. You gotta, can I shout one more thing to him quick? We are still, we are still in a public and civilized Hey man, area. use that knife boot! We're like level one. Wow. <laughs> so he avoids getting bitten by the homeless man. And, and the then guy, I spit on him. The guy definitely, uh, he's too far away from you for you to spit on him. Uh. So he definitely does kind of trudge back over to the dumpster and take a seat. And uh, and he minds his own business. But you do think to yourself that, um, that you've had enough of his shenanigans. I want to go back and take another picture of him. So you walk inside <laughs> to the gas station. Wait, you take another picture of him? So, I wanted to. So you walk inside to the gas station, and immediately on your right, you see that the gas station attendant is trying to fill inventory behind the uh, behind the, the cash register. He's you know, stocking the cigarettes and, okay. the, and the likes behind there. But he's, he's on crutches. And it's not because he's missing a leg or anything. He's oh, one of his legs is in like something. a cast. Don't let him involve. I say I'm neat. And I take a picture of him too. <laughs> you see on his name tag it reads Jack. He has he he's wobbling on crutches trying to stock things, and you know he's having a difficult time. Um, but he does turn around and see you, and he and you say neat, and you take a picture of him, and he goes, "All right, well that's the that's the first time that's ever happened." Uh. Who, who are you? Is anybody around me? You are alone in the gas station with Jack, who is the operator of the front. Ah, oh, damn. Well, I whispered to myself, these pictures are going to come in handy later. <laughs> and I just kind of stare pictures, at him. These pictures will most certainly not come in handy later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you say to me? Well, that's the first time anyone said anything like that to me. Uh, who, who are you? Where'd you come from? Outside. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> that's the only other place someone could go. I I mean there is my coworker who lives who lives in the back and you're not him. So a homeless the man's kinda deranged out there. You just Oh you don't wanna you don't wanna deal with him. I'm yeah, sorry about don't that. Take a he, um, Should he, I go spit on him for you? Maybe no, you definitely don't wanna do that. Jesus. He came running out of the woods on his fucking stumpy legs one day and just kinda hold up right next to All right, me. shut up. I just want to buy some stuff. <laughs> no problem. Uh, don't mind anything that's on the uh, that's in the counters or any of the aisles. It's probably most likely expired and hey, um there's a bathroom back there. Don't use it. Just trust me. Don't use I go the immediately to the bathroom. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I as I'm walking to it, I say I'm intrigued. Yeah, no, I bet you are, he says, in response. This poor fucking attendant. I definitely, I definitely want, uh, I definitely want his co-worker Marlboro to scoot his head out of the back room. Um, he's, he's not wearing pants, 
and he Neat. he has Let's a take lit, a picture. He has a lit cigarette, <laughs> and he goes, he goes. Is he going to the bathroom? And Jack looks at him and goes, Yeah, he's going to the bathroom. And Marlboro looks at you and goes, Best of luck! And just slams the door. So I take a picture before he slams the door. He goes, Nice. <laughs> okay. He gives you one of these. And Hell then, yeah. And Is then, that in the picture? Sure. All right, cool. Is he hanging? Shock abroad. And then so. Um, Why is he not wearing pants? He lives there. Oh, all right. It's okay. like his house. So you walk back into the bathroom, and as you do walk in, you realize it's a single stall on your left with a double urinal. One of them's for kids, one of them's for adults. Single sink on the right with a shitty-looking mirror. White tile floor, one fluorescent tube light going across the ceiling. It blinks to life as you enter the room, and the first thing you fucking realize is that in the kids' Porter John pointing towards the wall is a man dressed as a cowboy uh, and his pants are around his ankle and all you see is his bare ass. Dewey, what are you doing? He does, the cowboy, cowboy, the cowboy turns to you as you enter, tips his hat and goes, come on, man, come <laughs> on, dig it, before the light blinks twice. And he's disappeared completely. Aw, oh, damn. I want to take a picture of that ass. I will allow you to take a picture of the cowboy before he disappears. Okay, I pull up my camera, I zoom in on the ass, and I click. This is the best vacation ever. <laughs> uh, you realize on the picture as you snap, you have taken a picture of a completely empty urinal. Uh, I leave. You don't even use the bathroom. No. I, so you the immediately rest of us are exit. So slow at leaving a car. <laughs> <laughs> this man has done so much. You immediately leave the the bathroom, and Jack just kind of blinks and looks at you, and he goes, "Oh, you okay?" I pee on the ground. <laughs> Marlboro, clean up an aisle one. We got another one. Uh, I guess I'm supposed to inspect something, right? I go back in the what, bathroom. <laughs> I go back in the bathroom. Jack purposely takes out his flip phone, takes a picture of the piss on the ground, and goes, neat. <laughs> so do you collect all of your items off of the shelves and go to the front counter? I, I kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> you kiss Jack on the mouth? Yeah. He falls off his crutches uh, as you advance on him and physically backs away from you, scooting on the floor, saying no. Saying no thanks. Uh, I say, all the way, all the way behind the counter where you cannot reach him. I say, hey, look, and I stomp my boot on the ground and pull my knife out. He pulls out his flip phone and takes another picture and goes, neat. Appreciation for you, one another. It's a nice thing. You're buying a lot of knives. <laughs> You're buying a couple knives. Uh, only as many as I could afford. I wanted more. What are you buying? Tell me what you're buying. I want. Uh, you guys got any like left foot boot knives? So listen, <laughs> I allowed you to bring one item into the game. I need you to, as quickly as possible, list the things you are buying right now in the gas station. I got a twenty pack six, a Zippo, two knives, uh, in parentheses, good enough, and duct tape, in parentheses, shit ton. <laughs> Jack nods his head and says he didn't need to know about your adjectives, but thank you for purchasing these things here today. It's been a while since he had a lot of business, and it's blow a kiss at him. He he continues saying great and nodding his head, uh, <laughs> and he stops talking, hoping you'll leave. I leave. 
you leave and you walk back to the car. Do you choose to share any of what happened today with any of the people in the car? So none of you know anything that just happened. It was a pretty normal day. I mean, <laughs> nobody would be interested, right? So Strawberry Shortcake immediately exits the car. He stretches his limbs. He, he limbers up. Uh, outside of the gas station is a uh, glowing dumpster, a hole in the roof, some newspapers that are falling out, and the taxi driver filling up the gas behind you in the next stall. Or you can bypass everything and simply go inside. Okay, well, so I'll get out of the car, stretch, I'll check with the... Hey, Terry, you're going to be pumping gas. You want me to get your shit? You want anything from the store? I'll get, the floor. What? I'll get to okay. him. What? Okay, so he doesn't have to like ask someone I to get stuff. I'm gonna have him. I'm gonna have it. him tell me what his inventory is, so it's just gonna be rolled off anyway. Okay. Well then, then fuck it. I'm not getting anything for you. That's fine. Suck a go. dick. Authentic reactions, guys. Thank yeah. you. So I, I go on my way to the gas station. I notice the dumpster's glowing. So, so you. Go. You head back around the right-hand side of the building, and you notice in, like, the back smoking section where the inventory door in the back has been boarded up, coincidentally, so it's not of use to anyone. It's very weird. You do walk past the um, the homeless man with stumpy legs, and he does kind of eyeball you. But, but you I ignore get, him because You don't get homeless. close enough, nor are yeah. you looking at him, so he refuses to because give Because I don't attention. respect him as a person. So, great. So, you, you take a look at the dumpster, and you look down, and you and you see that something is inside the dumpster. Um, the glowing is emanating from inside. One of the panels is down, one of the panels is up. A faint glowing, you know, pulsating is coming from inside the dumpster. So, when you look, when you look inside... Uh, you see a strangely large-looking caterpillar. It is covered in uh, blue fur and is pulsating a nice glow. I don't have any of my items from the store yet. Can this I, is also can not just... a combat scenario. None well, then, of this uh, is combat. I mean, how, on a scale of one to, like, really tasty, like, how tasty does it look? Usually the prettier... It like, I am talking about a dumpster poisonous. caterpillar yeah, that venomous. is physically glowing, and it is far larger than any caterpillar you've ever seen. So, like, filling. <laughs> dumpster I mean, yeah. caterpiller. Yeah. Alright, well, at least let me, large let me and touch glowing. it first. Let me roll to touch the caterpillar. Because i got to touch it like on the way to thinking about eating it. I, it's I very furry. Think you should, like, try and it's very furry, so so upon first we'll inspection... Touching is the first step to that, and that's a five. That's a five. Uh, it does not shy away from your touch. You pet its fur lightly. Yeah, give it a light squeeze. You give it a light squeeze, and it does kind of wriggle a little bit. Doesn't, like, doesn't like being squeezed, but, you know, it, it likes being pet. I'm going to pick it up. You're going to try to pick it up? Yeah. Roll, roll to pick it up. Four. I'm going to say it allows you to pick it up. Okay, we got fucking dinner. God damn it. Are you, you were going to take a bite of the glowing caterpillar from the dumpster. Yeah. Roll, like roll to take a bite of the caterpillar that has entered your hand. That's a three. I'm going to say no. I, I didn't get a bite. When you get your out. mouth close to it, it it kind of inorganically wriggles down your wrist and seems to subtract for everywhere. 
You try to move your mouth, it comes back up. <laughs> it physically avoids being bitten by okay. you. Yeah, like a I'm gonna like scene. smash it against the dumpster then. Right? <laughs> you're, gonna, uh, you're gonna throw it at, at the dumpster and try yeah, to well, kill it. Well, it's like on my arm. I'm gonna just give it a solid. It's, it's whack. sitting in your hand, but you're think of, you're holding like a banana, except the banana keeps. But the banana's slithering around and stuff. I'll find a way to crush it. <laughs> Roll to crush it on the dumpster. It's uh, a three again. I'm gonna say it falls out of your grasp. Just slap it. You go to you go to slap it on the dumpster, and it does kind of hit the side, but it doesn't splatter or anything. It just kind of slaps the side, falls to the ground, and very quickly crawls away from stomp you. Stomp it! Stomp the, it! Under so the can, dumpster, like, it's under the. I there is no it. opportunity of attack. You see the glow kind of fade, and it is now a very small glow coming from the bottom of the dumpster before going to black completely. It has crawled away. Okay. Well, so then I'll just go into the store then. You turn around and you go into the gas station, and and Jack looks at you and he says, "Oh, more customers. You're that. You're in that car full of guys. So okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Sorry we don't about get, my friend. We don't get many people up here. No, he was neat. Good, good, good. Sometimes he like can't control where he pisses, or he can be. Quite oh no, rude, that's a but... very typical reaction from okay, people. Yeah. Believe, but it's, hey. There's probably been piss all over this place, right? Uh, yeah, we're we're yeah. all stepping in, in piss, right? Right. Yeah, no, it's like totally. a water park. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> and like, Wild if, water if he was at, at all sexually aggressive, I apologize as well. Sometimes uh, he there goes was, in there for was a, a little bit of that. There was yeah. a little bit of that. I but did deal with. As long that. as everything's cool, we're we're all good. Wait, oh no, up, I'm fine. That's up. the most that's the most action I've got. Harold Heavy Hands never even told us that though. No, I'm having a conversation with him. The gas station based, guy saw Based all purely this. on his like, assumptions of him as a person. What? Well, oh, okay. I'm just saying I hope he wasn't too having, sexually aggressive. Oh, we're having and if so, I apologize. We're having a conversation. <laughs> we're having I'm a conversation. You did it, I should have went for the crush. <laughs> we're having right. a conversation. Well, anyway, so, here's I got a little basket full of items that oh, I would okay. like. Cool. I've got cool. fifty bucks. Uh, on you me. do note that Marlboro has now walked from the back room to the to the bathroom in his boxers, and he locks the bathroom door. It is not able to be accessed, and Jack kind of shouts to the back, "Marlboro, you're not allowed to shower in the sink." Sorry about that. What are you buying? Hold on. Who is that little guy? <laughs> no, that's my coworker. That's Mar. That's Marlboro. That's Jeff. Jeff. We call him Marlboro. He's my Marlboro Jeff. He smokes a lot of cigarettes, so we call him Marlboro. It's his nickname. Gotcha. But his real his real name is Jeff. Little Smokey J. He right. he he came wandering out of the woods with nowhere to live one day, and I needed a lot of help, so he just started working here. Gotcha. So I let him live here, and he kind of helps stock sometimes. I mean, we don't even get much inventory up here, so yeah, that's pretty dope. Kind of, yeah. it's a good deal, right? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just wish he worked. Well, you try like a little spanking now and then. Just a light a little, spanking. Yeah, just to get him going. Just Whether it's positive or negative, that's how you it would train be, your marble. It would probably be very negative. Then like punish him with the spanks. Great. Like, hey, what are you? What are you? So what these are you floors are covered in piss. Spanky, spanky. <laughs> what are you buying? Anyway, yeah, I got here in my basket. Should have just enough money for this. So uh, I got myself a small knife. I, 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 too, have a parenthetical next to every single item that I've purchased, just to qualify <laughs> any of the items. So a small knife. I've got nine feet of rope. I have a large roll of duct tape. I have a Bic lighter. I have a handle of a high-proof spirit, just a bottom shelf, cheap, but 
flammable spirit. I have two liters of water, I have one liter of olive oil, and I have a pilot acroball. That's a pen, it's a very good but affordable pen. Very nice haul. Thank Glad you, you were able much. to find everything you were looking for today. Oh, yeah, I had a great time. We have the weirdest shit up here. But hey. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean nice. by the weirdest shit? It was nice talking to you. Like, uh, I hope you have a... Where are you guys headed? Because uh, the other guy, he just really wanted to kiss me. I didn't you know, that guy's much, fucked up. I didn't get again, much I apologize. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, we're heading up. Uh, we found this sweet deal on an Airbnb. It's it's like right up in the woods, three-story, beautiful cabin. Yeah, we're going to try to see if there's like any babes in the area. Bring them up to our sex cabin. Babes. <laughs> yeah, babes. Sex Fuck cabin. yeah, Jack. <laughs> just hear me from outside. Beverly! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. How's how's the Tinder scene up here? Uh, or we got we got this one dude. How's the grinder scene up here? Let me tell you, if you were to get a match, if you were to get a match out here, it would probably say something along the lines of, "Come on into the woods and we'll find you." As uh, probably a really attractive. So like woman. DTF. Probably yeah. like a really attractive woman saying, "Come into the woods," and she's probably really hot. As I I vehemently tell you. Don't don't do it. Don't stick your dick in crazy. Woods. That's an even better, more important lesson. I agree. Right. Okay. Yeah, I dig it. Thanks for the heads up, man. Uh, no problem. Best of, best of luck to you, I guess. Yeah. Have a groovalicious day, Jack. Groovalicious. Yep. And Strawberry Shortcake walks back to the car and he and he puts his stuff in the trunk and he takes a seat where uh, wherever he's at. Where am I? Pops out of the uh, the passenger side uh, back seat, and he uh, he gives himself a stretch. He's been sitting in the car screaming and trying not to listen to Country Road, uh, which has been on repeat for the last three hours. Um, we uh, what what is outside for you to interact with? We have the newspapers, the taxi driver. I'm going right for the newspaper. Right for the newspaper. Okay. As you're walking over to the newspaper stall, from around the left-hand corner, there is a um, a kid in a hood who comes walking around the left-hand side. You don't know what... He could have been walking down the entire road, for all you're aware. Uh, you can't make out how old he is. He appears to be a teenager of some kind, but he, he walks from the left-hand side of the gas station straight into the gas... You know, he might have even stepped on one of the newspapers you were trying to pick up and collect. Because you don't mind in this fucking kids these days. So, he walks into the thing, and you pick up the newspaper, and you're going to read the um, the headline... Which uh, coincidentally Riots reads. No, it's so you're surprised because the newspaper's from like fucking last week, and you have no idea why they're even here. Um, the headline reads very Plane specifically: "Recent string of murders enacted with a claw hammer, leaving three women dead locally." Claws. I'm gonna go ahead and not read any of that. Pick up three of them and put them in my inventory. Like, I'll take a look at the front page, so but you I'm need, not reading the you article. need to read the front page, and you need to tell me how it makes you feel about where you are headed right now. Uh, based on just the headline? Based on just reading that headline. It is what it is. Murders happen every day. I'm going to grant you a brave... Because very specifically, the, um... The outcome... No longer brave. 
<laughs> Wait, should Harold Heavy Hands get a brain for fighting off the homeless guy? <laughs> no, he ran away. He no, he, there was a way to make the homeless man happy, and there was a way to upset the homeless man. So you it wasn't take a picture. You do not take a picture. Less homeless. But it was brave. If you can't get it, I can give you. Certainly wasn't. I can give you another one. Oh, get it. I'm, sure there, was, I'm sure there was a way to make the caterpillar happy too, in attempting to eat it and smash it against a fucking dumpster. Let me tell you, Frowns McBoohoo would not leave that fucking caterpillar alone. I'm not was surprised. Was he like reaching under the dumpster? I was thinking like once I had Evan, my. Did you get it? Yeah, I got it. Uh, also, I feel like walking in a bathroom was brave. After he was just like, "Don't go in there." Right. Congratulations for thinking that. <laughs> so, so the newspaper doesn't make you think none, but you did collect a couple, so you can write that down in your inventory. You could put newspaper three. Um, newspaper has many uses, so there you go. I'm at the I'm at the pump. You're at the pump. You can see him. Yo, grab me one. I'll grab him one. Hell yeah. I will count that as one of your three inventory. Um, no, I want three in my back. I'm giving you three. He, okay, he wants one. Okay. That's fine. So you, you look at the newspaper, you don't really acknowledge it, you turn and you walk into the um into the into the building and Jack Jack immediately, you know, turns from, from doing stock and he says, Hey, hey, how's it going man? You you with the other the other guys? Yeah. I'm gonna take out a, a phone and take a picture of him and go, nice. <laughs> and you go, nice. He goes he goes, You guys are you guys are just as strange as everyone else I get up here, but at least you're not trying to eat me or something, so that's cool. Yeah, it's, I mean, the uh, other one was trying to kiss me. It's pretty much on the same level, right? Weird is what weird does, yeah. Uh, Marlboro steps out, wearing nothing but a towel from the bathroom in the back, and uh, takes a picture of you and says, nice. <laughs> and then very promptly walks into the back room, and just for a flash, you see him drop the towel before he enters the back room, and you just see his ass. Snap one quick, roll, 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 <laughs> roll to get a picture. I'm, I'm He's good choosing on that. not to. So, uh, you know, uh, that does happen. It does break the conversation. You see the previously mentioned uh, hoodied kid um, kind of going through the aisles, picking up certain things. He's not necessarily in line yet, but you kind of bustle around him to pick up your things, unless you choose to talk to Jack more, but I do expect you to uh, yeah, go I'm around, collect your shit. Um, when you get back up to the cash register, Jack asks you, you know, what are you, what are you buying? Uh, so I have a flashlight, a Bic, a pair of headphones, two liters of water, a Zippo, a pen... Mm-hmm. And a Playboy. Oh, that last one. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. probably vintage. I don't know the last time I, we got I a new copy hope of those. So, man. In fact, you that's probably from Marlboro's like secret stash. You shouldn't <laughs> let him know that you're taking that, because you might want to watch some of the pages too. They might be yeah, stuck that's to be together. expected. Stuck together pages. Um but yeah, uh what kind of pen? <laughs> Let's not. Okay. Yeah. Let's not. Right. It's a pen. <laughs> God damn you. A pen is not just a pen. God damn you. So uh so you you buy your stuff and Jack kind of looks at you and says, "Okay, okay, good good amount of shit here. Good haul." Um you know, uh, I heard you guys were going up to that to that cabin. You guys got like a nice deal in the, in the mountains there. Yeah. I mean are you, are you, whatever. Are you, well, okay. I mean, that <laughs> says one thing. But <laughs> uh, are you are you sure you want to go there? Hey, man, not my call. I'm just along for the ride. Just going with the flow, huh? Yep. 
he kind of, he goes like this. He's like, yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> and he just, you know, he gives you your bags and uh, and you, you head out the store and you, you walk back to the car and you, you throw your stuff into the car. Uh, by the way, Strawberry Shortcake, did you share any of what happened to you with any of the car? No, not at all. Where am I? Are you sharing anything that happened to you other than handing of the newspaper? Uh, I'm going to show Terry the, the headline specifically. Terry, any reaction? Yeah. I think you. I think you both can be like, eh. Yeah. Great. So uh, he goes into the car, he piles in his shit, and um, Terry's still filling up the pump, so we're going to bypass him. But he does give his list of oh. inventory to... Deputy Dewey, who's going to pick up the rest of his shit for him. Uh, I do want to mention to Harold that I think these two fucking guys in the back are planning something. We need to we need to watch ourselves. I don't know. They're they're talking about some weird shit there in the back, man. And I said, Nah, they're groovy dudes. You're in the back. <laughs> he's talking about you. Oh, he's yeah. talking about, gotcha. In the back of the car. I'm so I thought you were talking about like, Terry. What's on your list I'm that like you're telling? <clears throat> what's on your list that you're telling Deputy Dewey to get for you? Oh, sorry, I had to clear my throat. Right. Oh, oh. You might find yourself with a stay. Hey, oh, uh, Deputy up? Dewey Cox. What's up, Terry? Uh, I need some nails. Oh, nails. Well, I need a hammer. Hammer. I need a fire starter, some uh, lighter fluid, ten, ten rags, no more, no less, half pound of lunch meat. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm gonna get one bick out of this deal we we're talking about on the way here. Letters and a uh, quick little pack of condoms. Seems like stuff you could have brought from home, but all right, bud. <laughs> I'll fuck you. <laughs> Please so, with the condom. So, um, no. Terry, it is your turn, and I am gonna say that you are. Within proximity, filling up the pump, do you want to look at and or talk to yes. the taxi driver Fuck who, yeah. is, who is filling up his car trying not to look at you guys? I say, oh, what's I up, Ganesh? I am the Ganesh. <laughs> <laughs> I have the Dixon. Nah, I don't say that. I'm like, yo, what up, bro? You say, and I yo, throw him a shaka, bro. You say, yo, what up, bro? <laughs> and you hit him with a shaka. Almost immediately, he dismisses you and anything you have to say. He just shakes his hand and shakes his head, and he says, You are not the one. The taxi is for someone else. And he just kind of turns his back to you. Um, and, and you kind of give up on any type of advancement until he turns back to you, rethinking what he just did, and he, he kind of uh, shakes it off and, and almost apologizes structurally. And he turns and he says, I would warn you, you are not to go to that place, but listen. If you are dead set on heading this way onto your destination, I will tell you this. Do not look out the windows on the way to this place, yes? Trust me, you mustn't look out your windows, got it? Tell your driver to stay focused on the road ahead. Luck be with you. Oh, that's dangerous. <laughs> I know and he that turns. story. And he turns his back. Oh, <clears throat> we did this. Though. He turns his back to the to to his taxi, no longer acknowledging your presence. He he thinks he's said enough because you could tell this guy probably does, you know, local mountain to like airport drives like weekly. So like this guy has been doing this weird fucking drive in and out of city, you know, for for his entire <laughs> life. Um, what do you have any type of reaction? Um. 
I reach into my pocket and I pull out a small notepad and I throw it on the ground, pull out my phone, take a picture and say D. <laughs> you, t- you do that. Um, do you choose to share what the taxi driver said to you with any of the group? Yeah, I'll tell them. You tell everyone? Okay, so, so Terry the Tickler is telling everyone what the taxi driver said. It is up to you whether or not you are going to listen to that. Uh, I will ask when we're yeah, driving I'll to the I'll tell him this uh, Talhead named Ganesh. <laughs> so uh, the newspaper <laughs> man has been uh, the the newspapers have been accounted for. The homeless man has been interacted with. The dumpster and the taxi driver. There is still a hole in the side of the building, uh, or you can just walk straight into the building. Uh, Deputy Dewey spills out of the trunk onto the ground uh, on all fours before uh, hopping up and acting like it didn't happen. Uh, Man, you are. We were like singing songs, and now like nobody's really talking. Y'all are acting weird right now. Ugh. What are you talking about? Terry just told you all about a weird Ganesh. Yeah, but like I saw some like whispering or whatever. Whatever. I'm just gonna walk. Well, I'm just wait, can wait. I, can I roll for someone real quick? You t- you tell me what you want to do, and I will tell you if you roll I'm, or not. I slap him on the ass. What'd you roll? A four. It's a crisp slap. Yeah. yeah. Like. Thanks, yeah. babe. I, I want to give him the stick guy. I'll get your shit. Yeah. Uh, my stuff. I see that hole though, and I'm just like, do we have like a box or anything sturdy or like a lawn chair in this car? No. No? Okay. Is it like high up? It's on the roof. Ah, oh, fuck. Is there like anything around for me to like. Dumpster? Should I roll perception to see if there's anything I can climb? I'm asking you if you want to check it or not. I do want to check it. Okay, so you walk over to the hole that's been burrowed into the wall. And you do note that, like, there are other things there, like twigs and sticks and branches and trees. It's almost like a, uh, a burrow of some kind for, like, an animal. Okay. And uh, deep inside of the darkness of the hole, you do note a comically large-looking raccoon. Oh, nice. Like, like, it probably measures up to, like, your waist. Nice. It, it, it doesn't make sense to you as, as, a, as a person, as an animal... And it's very dexterously doing things with its hands. And it's minding its own business. If, if you were to get closer to it, I think it would notice you and it would probably hiss, but do nothing more than that. Um, unless you tried climbing up the fucking wall and entering its burrow, which I don't think you're capable of. Uh, it is, you know, a good 13 feet up. So you do notice the comically large raccoon uh, before turning the building and walking in to the uh, to the mini mart uh, in front of you uh, is Jack busy talking to the teenager who's trying to check out um, the bathroom is out of order um, after what uh, Marlboro did in there and he's still in the back room you know obviously not working probably jacking off or something so um, take a picture of that so Jack is busy, and it's almost like he's visibly arguing with this kid. He's just saying, listen, my friends are cops. I, I have cops come out here to check on me all the time. I just know that they check my logs for stuff. I don't feel morally comparable to selling cigarettes to a kid. I just don't. I don't know how old you are. I ask you for an ID. You don't have an ID. You're not giving me an ID. I'm not going to sell you cigarettes. Is it inventory? It's inventory. I'm not going to do it. Inventory. And the kid is just, like, arguing with him. He's just like, all I want are these fucking cigarettes. Please. You know, like, you could tell I'm not a fucking kid. Give me the fucking cigarettes. Just, I, I have the money. Here's the money. And he's, like, f- trying to slide it across the table. And Jack is just like, I don't I want nothing to do with it. And Marlowe's just like, get the kid fucking cigarettes. Give your balls a ton. 
but he like he won't listen to him. He's like he's like you don't know fucking someone, but fucking Walker will come up here and he'll have my ass for you know I don't know. Walker <laughs> No, it's Thomas Walker. So um, you go through the aisles, you, you collect all of your stuff, and you do find yourself back in the front of the line, and they are still arguing with one another. So I have to put you in the position to say. Do you tell this kid to fuck off and get out of line because you're, you know, you're the last one to go and you want to just get out of here and pay for your stuff? Or are you going to opt to give your ID and pay for the kid's cigarettes and I will consider it pro bono? I'll say you just, you check your back pocket and you have an extra tenner. Okay. So you throw it down on the table and you pass it across. So tell me what you want to do. I'm actually going to do this instead. I'm just going to flash my handcuffs real quick and be like, hey, buddy, I'm a cop. Not going to arrest you for that. Sell his fucking cigarette so I can leave, please. Roll for it. Sure. Just gonna believe that handcuffs. <laughs> we're, out, we're out in the middle of nowhere. I really I don't give it. a fuck if this kid smokes or not. I got places to be. That's a five. I'll say it works. The teenager turns to you and kind of sizes you up, but you still can't make out his age nor his where his eyes are specifically looking. And he just nods real quick before snatching the cigarettes off the table and quickly shuffling out of the gas station. Did he pay? <laughs> and out of view. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, his money was Good. already on the table. He was trying to push it across to Jack. Jack wasn't taking it. Okay. So you do that. Jack sees your your handcuffs and, and your your stature, and he goes, I really hope you're not just some fucking weirdo carrying around handcuffs. I hope you're actually like a cop or something. I mean, did you see those guys that were just in here? Probably a weirdo, but like, hey. Jack nods, his head. <laughs> Jack nods his head and goes, FBI. <laughs> and um, So I, I go, dude, do you know you have, like, an infestation up on your roof, right? No way. You actually, What did you see? There's, like, some fucking, like, weird-ass, like, raccoon creature up there just, like, twiddling its thumbs. Oh, and it's, like, fuck. it's burrowed up there, man. You might want to, like, <laughs> work on that. No, 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 no. No. So that's Rocco. Uh, Rocco and his family. Is this Let his modern life? Let me tell you, they are like some mutated fucking raccoons, right? Huh. How many did you see? I I mean, I saw the one's face. I mean, I'm assuming there's more now? Let me tell you, they there's a whole lot of them. There's a family of them. And they just have this fucking... They have this, like, panache to just put garden gnomes everywhere. It's oh. so fucking weird. I don't know what they're trying to do. It's like they have a secret mission or something. Interesting. But every once in a while, I'll just find garden gnomes somewhere, and I'll just think to myself, shake a fist at the sky, Rocco! <laughs> oh, he's up to no good. I'm going to keep an that. eye out for those gnomes, man. That's pretty cool. Uh, you don't want to do that. Some little Easter eggs. <laughs> well, anyway, here's my shit. Oh, got, thanks. Cool. What are you buying? Well, from a friend out there, he wanted he some... Bought all all right. Well, that's good. Well, I got some lighter fluid. I got some matches. I got a decent flashlight. Not not a shitty one that you oh, got yeah, over there's there. The, there's the one marked shitty, and there's the one marked decent. I'm actually going to take this small crowbar here. You never know when that might come you in handy. You never know. Here's, here's a couple water bottles. And you know what? My friends have some hair. I'll take a box of hairpins. You never know. <laughs> Marlboro comes out of the back and goes, yeah, man. Who the fuck is that guy? Oh, that's Marlboro. Don't mind him. He's smoking camels. He's smoking camels inside. <laughs> so it's a shadow Listen, it's just because the first thing he requested was was Marlboro cigarettes doesn't mean it's what we have in stock right now. Um, hey, respect. He nods and uh, and and he wishes you the best of luck. 
and you know you just kind of collect your stuff and you stumble out the gas station back to the car do you choose to share any of the information of what happened with you today sure I'll with any know. of the people in the car i'll let them know we got some roccos we got some gnomes there's a kid buying cigarettes i don't know if he's a kid nice sounds like dinner okay the kid the kid or the gnomes <laughs> Harold, there was weird. a sweet looking weird dude. There was like the tastiest looking caterpillar in the dumpster. <laughs> Still going on about that, huh? Well, I'm just saying it's, it's kind of pissing me off that like now I have stuff. Can I like go back and just no. take a look under the no. dumpster? <laughs> no. What's that homeless man doing these days? Yeah, I think he tried to to bite Harry. Oh, what the hell did you do? Well, he he said he wishes there was less homeless, not in like a good way. Like, I wish homelessness was solved, but, like, mm. I wish you people would just die. Wow. Did not say that. I thought it. He really didn't, so we're going to move forward. Terry finishes <laughs> filling up the pump. He he puts it back, and he, you know, puts the gas cap back on the car, and he piles Can I inside. I let a big ripper out real quick? Outside? Yeah, because yes, they're all in the car. Yeah, you rip one, uh, yeah. rolled roll a rip. This shit is broke. <laughs> you roll a one, I'm gonna say you shit your pants. Ah! You roll a one and you, you accidentally shart a small couple of droplets into your pants. Thank God I'm in the back of this car. Down Fine, there. but I look at the Indian guy and I. The I, Indian guy uh, hears you shart. I give him the visibly winces look. before getting in his car and not paying attention to you. <laughs> So, he piles into the car and you smell his pants. Uh, and you guys continue driving off, off uh, in the north direction. You notice that the Indian man who's in his car gives your, gives your, uh, your, vat, your, your, your van one look uh, as you go the opposite direction as he drives. You both take off in, you know, uh, different directions. So, uh, you're heading up north to the mountains. And as you're driving, the trees become more and more dense. You know, there's less sky creeping through the canopy. There's less things you can see back into the distance. You feel very narrowed as you go up this mountain. It's just all incline. As far as you're concerned, you're, you're waiting to get through it. And it's just all incline so far. You do come to an opening, but you're not sure what to expect. Your cell phone signal's gone. The map quest you had did not mention a turn being here, but you are met with a fork in the road. Based on what you feel as people, do you guys feel on taking a left or taking a right? Uh, there are five people here, so it will come to a consensus. What's the normal path? You don't know. Oh. They both look identical. You even go so far as edging out into the road a little bit. One disappears off to the left, one disappears off to the right. The mountain is in front of you. I think we should go right. I was thinking left. We got one vote left, one vote right. Where am I, Terry? I say straight. There That's is no straight. Off-road. <laughs> off-road, baby. It's like a forest. I don't I'm, think you're going to conceivably off-road. Off <laughs> Team no, right. I'll say left. Team left. Woo! Right. Right or left? Consensus. Come on. Wait, what are the choices right now? Two right, left two left? Left or right? It's one on each. Well, he, no, I'm the where left. am I was also a okay, left. Two left, one right. Right. Two left, two rights <laughs> comes down to Deputy Dewey. Where are we going, left or right? Pick a hand. No. That's a good one. You Which? decide on your own. Left. Yeah. So, 
Okay. You guys, you guys pull the left hand turn, and it does continue on forward. In the weirdest fucking way, you can't even describe it. You find yourself coming straight down the road, and the same exact fucking gas station is up on your left. See, you fucked up. You've done nothing but drive straight and take a left. How the fuck did you just get back to the gas station you drove away from 15 minutes ago? Can I, go I need in? everyone in the car to roll one die. <clears throat> because somebody fucked up and chose left. Two. 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 One. Two. Oh, man. <laughs> everyone is receiving scared tokens. What the fuck, man? You cannot rationalize what has happened. Your mind cannot can't comprehend it. It doesn't hurt you. I blame this entirely on you. It doesn't hurt you. Whatever. But you Dumb are surprised. Now, the taxi is gone. And, you know, everything has been interacted with. So I imagine you guys just roll right past it, right? Yeah. Continue on down the road, and you get closer and closer to the mountain, the tenseness of the trees growing closer and closer to the road, and you find yourself back at the left and the right. So, how? Oh, guys. What, what do you think? What do you think now? Left. I'm voting left to see if it happens again. Oh what do you my think God. now? Right. Left. Let's try it again. Now? We got we got two lefts and one right. You go before me. Every decision matters. Left. Oh but my god! I was, I was gonna so pick left anyway. So that's all all on left. <laughs> when you take the left this time and you do continue down the road, uh, I now need to know, uh, Harold. You do not have the option. You are driving the car and focused forward. Who is looking out their windows? Based on the information that is Terry there, shared about the driver with the the Indian driver, is there much science? Yes. Like feasibly enough to play the alphabet game? Probably no, there's not. no yeah, signage. There's not going to be like there's no yeah, signage. There's no you ever been to mountaintop? Yeah. You ever yeah. drive up to mountaintop? There's yeah. fucking so that's, that's why I wasn't it's sure. Trees on if trees. We were still like doing highways and stuff. No. But no. So then, no, I've I've got no reason to look outside. I'm playing with one of my hairpins, so I'm not really looking at it. I'm like opening it. Terry, like, you looking outside? In my watch. I'm co-pilot, so I'm looking forward. You're looking forward. The only person looking outside is where am I? Oh no! I warned you. Oh no! As you were driving forward, and and you know you just see a tunnel of trees, forward. But on the right hand side, almost as quick as you come driving past it. The trees disappear for miles on miles, and you're met with a tall grass field. It's a it's a blink and you miss it moment, but it, it stretches vast into the background of emptiness, up up stretching up into the mountains, and you're so unsure of what you're looking at. Where am I? As this is happening, off in the distance, you see a, a lone figure standing in the middle of the field, and at first you think it might be a scarecrow or a, a pole. Uh, uh, a fence, a broken fence, something you can't rationalize it, but it is getting closer step by step, and you do start to, you know, in that in that moment as it's moving forward towards you, you do kind of see it moving. You do make sense of it uh, just as the trees clip back into your view and bring you out of view of the object. You saw a tall, slender, beautiful woman in a white gown, just flapping in the wind, walking alone in the field. 
Any take thoughts? Take a picture and go. Nice. It's too quick for you to take a picture. Any thoughts? You better say nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it is what it is. You're thinking it is what it is to a bitch in a field. Why wouldn't there be bitches up here, right? Fantastic. I mean, so, she's not, like, floating or anything. Nope, she's just walking. You know, yeah, like, okay, there's bitches up here. Yeah. I'm assuming there's dudes up here, too. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's probably a ton of shit up here. Yeah. So, uh, not, not surprised, do you choose to share this with anyone? Fuck no. You don't even turn and go, hey, did anyone see that woman? You just, you just oh, that's weird. Very nice. That sounds about right. So you don't share any of this information with anyone. You saw some bitch in a field, and you guys keep driving forward. I, I actually specifically don't want to say anything the entire time. Very nice. I'm Country just road! <laughs> you guys, uh, as you climb up the mountain, you do get to a part where you uh, descend, and you do find yourself uh, cutting down through a ravine of sorts. You see water flowing and a, and a deep cut in the mountainside as the water just billows past your car, and, you know, you, you meet a bridge, structurally sound, very dark, no windows. It's one of those old-fashioned wooden-covered bridges, and you start driving through. It is dark, it is long, but right when you click past out of the on the other side, uh, you notice a uh. night and day almost difference. Uh, this side is heavily shrouded in foliage and trees, which is weird because on the other side you just came from was nothing but mountaintop and road. So, uh, you know, you cross through and it's almost like you're in another plane because it's, it's oh. a, immediately different and the road almost immediately changes. You go from driving on highway to driving on dirt. You come down the dirt path just a little bit. Off to your right is an old beat-ass truck, a shed, and you guys decide to park the car because right in front of you is the cabin. Oh! Other way. Yep, you got it. Whoa. And you might want to move it. Uh, no, actually, you got it perfectly placed. That's fine. Um, so you, you, do, uh, you do see the cabin in front oh. of you, and the um, there's like a little house, a little dog house of sorts uh, to the right as well. Um, you notice um, a sign covered in vines on the covered bridge that as you pass through it onto the other side, but it is covered uh, and, and you can't quite make out what the sign on the bridge says. Uh, the, the truck does look old. It doesn't look like it's been used in a while. Um, the shed looks like the newest thing on property. Um, nice structural tin roof. Uh, there's a window, a small window on the right-hand side, um, and the doghouse looks beat to shit, made out of wood. You have no idea the last time a dog slept in here. Uh, one sign to the right dictates mountain path, pointing uh, east. To the west, a sign denotes lakefront. We pull up, and because he is first, I will allow the first person out of the car, uh, Harold Heavy Hands, what are you doing? Where are you going? All right, guys. Well, I talked to Haley Joel Wallace, man. He said Beverly's up here. <laughs> what? <laughs> where, are you, uh, where are you going? I full speed sprint to the shed. You full speed sprint to the shed? Yeah. Immediately upon walking up to it, you notice a giant combination lock that has locked the, f the only functioning door to the front of it, but you do see a window around the right-hand side. I go, hmm. And then I pull out my knives. 
in my duct tape, and I start taping knives to my fist like Wolverine. Yeah. How many knives do you have again? Two. So one so for each. So it's one on each arm? Like, yeah. Like Assassin's Creed, like, yeah. you know, just fucking stabby yeah. hands, stabby fists. You do that. And then I walk to the window and I start punching with my knives. You start punching the glass window with your knives. We are not, we are not <laughs> getting you, our security deposit can back. You is the window now, unlocked? Now, no, it's it's a single panel window. It's a, There is no sliding function. It is glass. So you look at the window. You are still a little scared. Are, are you punching the window with your knife hands? Oh, God damn it. Because you just roll at disadvantage with scared. And then, depending on your roll, you can beat it, so... I mean, I'm not physically punching it with my fist. I'm hitting it with the knives. Right, but your fist follows through. So, are you punching the window? Uh, I mean, it's not a follow-through. Are you punching the window? Quick jabs, you know? Quick jabs. Are you are you jabbing the yeah, window? Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to jab two the fucking... Roll two die. Two dice. For each fist? No, no it's <laughs> at disadvantage. Oh, okay. No, he keeps it. He keeps it. Three. So you're still scared. You didn't. You didn't do anything brave enough um, to to beat that that little feeling you have in your gut. Um, but I will say that you successfully punched the window with your knife hand. Take one physical damage. Okay. Just color in one of those boxes. Yeah, Wait. Is is the only way to get rid of a scared with the brave? Let's no, I did Based on your dice rolls, I will see. He needed to beat a three to get rid of the scared. What's the P and M? Physical and mental. mental. Oh. So color in a P. I hit it with an X. Now you do break the window. I haven't had a single enemy okay. already hurt. You break the window. Yeah. And I will tell you uh, what is inside the shed. Because now you can make it out. I got this, guys. We're getting in that shed. Hey, Harry, are you bleeding? <laughs> There's probably a key inside. It's fine, though. Right right across from you, on the blue workbench, you see flat down in the middle uh, a pair of keys. Um, they, they look very old and ordinary. It's like a very long ignition key. You, you assume it's for the truck, the busted ass Wait, truck how big is this you. window? Big enough for you to crawl through. Alright, so I can clear out the excess glass with my knife hand? You've already been hurt by it, so I will allow you to clear it out with your duct-taped arm, and uh, I'm allowing you to crawl in if you want. But I'm telling you what's in there, yes. So there's the the truck keys. keys. You don't want me to list anything else that's in there for you to grab. You want to grab the keys. I'm just going to grab them as you tell me what's in here. I'm only going to allow you to grab one thing right now. Alright, what else is in here? You look into the corner and there's a, uh, a long coil of rope, something you probably uh, assume is something like 20 to 25 yards. Okay. Um, you do note a shovel that is kind of leaning on the rope. Um, very specifically, you see a claw hammer hanging off of the wall. Uh, the cork board above the tools. Yeah, I'm gonna grab that claw hammer. You also notice a long flashlight. I'm talking steel grade, um, one of the like security grade flashlights that they beat the shit out of people with. Um, it's almost like a baton. Okay. Um, and then adorned across the the top of the uh, the shed on two slats is an axe. Is it big? It's an axe. 
Is it too like big? Fire, axe? fire axe. Not like a hatchet. It's a fire uh, axe. So it's too big to like attach to my body. It is too big for you to attach to your body. <laughs> Wait, oh, yes, <laughs> I Unless you were to ask me about how Tenron attached it to his body. Oh, dick. <laughs> I mean, you could probably tape it on your non-blade leg. It's just now you can't really move your knee as well as you used to. D- describe the claw hammer for everybody. A claw hammer is a regular, regular hammer. Tam- a hammer with the tongs on the back so that you could spike something yeah. or pull nails. It's like a regular probably hammer. put that on my It's the difference somewhere. between an attack hammer, which has no back. Yeah. I will allow you to take one thing. Uh, mm. Shovel, rope, claw hammer, flashlight, slash baton, axe, truck keys. What the axe? You take the axe. When you pick up the axe, so you can write uh, fire axe in your inventory. Like it's fucking blessed with fire? No. No, it's a fire axe. What the fuck? (laughs) When you when you pick up the fire axe and you kind of twirl it around in your arm. In your in your hand, sorry. You read. There's been a specific inscription that has been kind of hand carved into the hilt that stretches the entire length, and it very specifically says, "This is what happens to the naughty ones." How does that make you feel, as a person? Fucking cool. Fucking cool, right? Yeah. I will grant you a brave unless you want to get rid of your scared. Oh, let's get rid of that. Uh, upon placing your scared back into my hand, I feel the need to say Merry Christmas. Fucking so cool. that uh, that will end your turn. We will move to Strawberry Shortcake. What are you up to, my friend? Right. You pile out of the car uh, in the back trunk. Out out of the van, I go. Yo, what up, Harry? What was in that shed? You find anything cool? Keys. He is a little further around. away from you. Well, that's I'm like he's in the same block though, so I could still like talk. You could to yell, him. yeah. You yell. So I'm just asking him if there's anything cool in the shed. Can I open the door before my turn ends? Just locked from the outside. Combination oh. lock. Wait, on the door. but I'm on the inside. Yeah, yeah. You crawled in through the window. Okay. I say yeah. It's come on in. There's lock. keys. There's a, there's a metal slot outside, and it's held yeah. with the combination lock. There's a plow hammer. Come get it. So, That's okay. what you say. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm walking over to the shed and I look in the window and I just you I, see I inside can see inside of in the there. shed a bundle of rope, a shovel, a claw hammer, a flashlight slash baton, and the truck's keys on the table. You can ask him to hand you something. Yeah, I'm just gonna ask for the keys. No, nah, you gotta come get it. And I'm swinging my axe around in the tiny tiny space that I'm in. He's swinging an axe you around come like Abraham Lincoln vampire. So I'm just. All right, fucking chill. I'll go back later, because I'm not gonna risk that. Yeah. So I, I can't like fair. reach in past his axe clean. No. I'd have to. I say I, I've got it under control. You can come in here too and no. throw the axe up in the air. None of the while it's in the air, I start punching with my over mouth the podcast. and then I catch it. <laughs> Do you mm. want to roll to enter the axe wielding shed? Fuck no. I'll, I'll come back later. <laughs> All right, so where are you going there. with your turn? There's a uh, yeah. there's the bridge, the truck, the doghouse, or going towards the cabin, the right trail or the left trail. Yeah, and the right trail said mountain pass, the left trail said lakeside. Correct. All right. Um, the bridge, is that going over a part of the lake, or is that like a river leading to There is the a river behind you that you passed over the, the covered bridge to get to here. Um, the only thing I noted about the 
bridge when it comes to inspecting it is an overgrowth of a sign on the left hand side. Can I? Which direction is the river flowing to or from the lake? Mountain from the east. So it's coming downhill to to the the west towards the lake. Okay. Gotcha. So I'm gonna go over and try to get a better look at the sign. I've got a knife, so I'm gonna cut some of the. Yeah, no. Off, um, I'm not. You don't even have to roll for it. You are. You you move the overgrowth out of the way of the sign. Right. Can I read it? I am going to read it to you. Yes. Okay. I just have to find it. So you walk over and you kind of clear the the brush out of the way. Some vines. You clip them with your your knife. Um, the sign does read Fairfax Memorial Bridge, and you do note underneath where it says bridge, kind of crudely graffitied in there is a stick figure of a man, but at the top of his head almost appears to be bunny ears. Fairfax Memorial Bridge. Bunny-eared man. Fuck my butt. Is that what you say? Well, yeah, to to make a joke about the initialism of the bridge. Ah, fuck my butt. Fuck my butt. Perfect. Uh, I will allow you to continue your turn. Alright, so uh, I'm noting the river's flowing that way. I read the sign and, uh, bunny again sign. You can inspect the truck, the doghouse, or you could walk towards the cabin where I will list other things going mountain trail or going lakefront trail. Yeah, I'll just take a look like in the truck, like in the bed of the truck. So you're going over to the truck and you do look uh, and inspect both both the bed and the the cabin. And uh, in the back of the bed, you notice that there's, like, straw slash hay. You know, this is probably used for local livestock. Someone probably has a farm nearby. Um, you have no idea why it's here, um, but it's, you know, it's old. It's vintage. It's, it's, it's a farmer truck. Um, it has the wooden railings on the sides. You know, it does go above head level. It's a very... Uh, it's higher off the ground. Now, the main cabin rusted as fuck and very old, albeit sturdy. You can look inside and you do see, hanging on the back window, kind of by a strap, is a large steel cattle prod. It's one of those big-ass ones with the red tongs at the end that can zap the shit out of something. And you do also notice that the glove box is busted, so it's hanging open. And you do look inside and you see that there is a first aid kit um, that looks open, mostly used, but there might be some stuff in there. Um, when you go to open the car door, you do find that it's locked. So I want those keys. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just see if it would be easier to go back to the shed. Come get them, dude! Amid the get the keys! Whirling axe They're in here! Or if I could just. <laughs> if I have something to safely break the window myself. The window's already the window's open. Broken. You just gotta turn in. Broken. Window's okay. broken and open. Oh, got it. Yeah, the I'll, only I'll thing just... I'm making you roll for is to avoid getting hit by his axe wielding. Oh, I was talking about the truck window. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Shed window's open. Truck is yeah, cl- yeah, truck so is I was closed. Trying to truck see if I can break sealed. the window of the truck. Truck is sealed. You can don't do that. You can try to break the window on the truck. Yeah. So I was just looking to see if I could do it safely instead of knife hand punching it. It's up to you. Nah, dude. Come get the keys. No, I don't think I really have anything good to try to... Is there... All right, I'm going to go back to the shed and say, Hey, dude, can you, like, stop swinging around for a minute so I can get the keys safely? You can hand him the keys. I will can allow him. it. I say, no, he got to come in here. Do you do you choose to enter the shed? I stop throwing the axe around, but I start giving out some wicked knife punches, though. <laughs> 
It's the same thing to me. He's gonna get killed. So, right. quick, so, get it out for the keys. I'm gonna <laughs> make you roll. Yeah. You're scared, so roll two, not two guys. Mm. Roll two knives. Roll two dice. Does he have to roll two? No. <laughs> You're just trying to avoid me. Trying. All right. No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm backing out. If you roll successfully, I will say you nimbly jumped in, grabbed the keys, and jumped out. Would I also lose my... Depending on how well you did it. No, I don't... You're so it's fucking scared, I don't think anything in the world you can do can get rid of your scared. He only has one scared point. One scared yeah, but point. he's I'm fucking scared. scared. I'm so hesitant. It's like, I'm uneasy. I'm like, I'm all right, fuck it then. I'm just going to check out the doghouse. <laughs> okay. So you, you completely ignore <laughs> the knife punches coming from the shed. Uh, and you do walk over to the doghouse. Now, when you're walking near the cabin, you do kind of size it up. It makes structural amount of sense. You got the two guest rooms at the bottom. You got the master and a, a smaller bedroom and a kid's room up top. You're like, man, this is a big-ass cabin. You know there's an attic, there's a basement. You're sizing all this shit up. You're like, man, we got lucky. It's a big-ass place. Looks real nice, too. Um, but as you walk onto that, uh, that section of the territory, you do hear a <coughs> humming in the distance. No, a high-pitched... And you're not quite sure what it is from where you're at right now. So I will give you the option. Um, do you walk towards the humming or do you continue walking towards the doghouse? I'm going to go check out the hum. Uh, lead him to the back left-hand side of the house where there is a bee's nest. Uh, oh, bee's nest. Fucking bees, of course. You just came in the shed, man. No, the bees. <sighs> the humming grows into vicious buzzing, but... Is but it's weird because you've never seen bees act this way. They're almost all converging in way lines to a very direct point. They're coming from all throughout the woods at different angles, but they are converging on one sole point hanging from the top left-hand side of the roof, which appears to be the biggest fucking bee's nest that you've ever seen in your life. Bigger than your head. And almost like, if I were to compare it to a face, the mouth of the nest is wide fucking open and it is encouraging fifties upon hundreds of bees just burrowing in their furry little bodies overlapping each other, creating this like dense darkness from inside. And as you look up and you stare into that point of darkness for just a fucking moment, just an instant, you see what appears to be an eye looking back out at you and as quickly as you think you see it it's gone before you can confirm it ever existed and in that moment the bees stop acting strange and they go back to buzzing lazily around both the house the nest and the flowers and the plants around you uh, roll both of your dice for me and let me know how it makes you feel Oh, that's a three and a one. It's a critical failure. How does it make you feel? I don't want to approach them. Like, I guess apprehensive. I'm not, like, gung-ho about attacking the, like, checking out these bees more. But I'm, like, not running away at the same because time. Because you critically failed, I'm going to have you take one physical damage. You are stung by multiple bees for getting too close to the nest. That's and they fair. are rather aggressive. Uh, they also read to you as larger in size, so you don't know if it's their, like, testosterone or something, but, like, they're not feeling it. So, 
Um, you also do remain scared because of your critical failure. Yes, should have brought an EpiPen. And I'm going to pass your turn on to where am I, who steps out of the passenger right-hand side, still with his headphones in, clearly vibing on his own level. I'm going on the pass. He bypasses the broken-ass shed, heading right past the shed, down the pass, in this direction. I'll show you. Nobody want to come to the shed. If I stop by the shed on my way down the mountain pass, am I gonna get anything out of it? So no, you? He's, that's you completely can, you can talk to him. Him. right here next to the shed. Let me let me try that first then. Uh-huh. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna walk over to the the, the 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 paths connect little fucking so he, window. Are you are you going to the shed? I'm going to the window. You're hey, going bud. to the window, and hey, as bud. you look inside, you do note there is rope, a shovel, a claw hammer, a flashlight, and the truck keys. Do me a uh, favor. Behind Real Harold quick. Heavy Hands, who is viciously pumping his fists with knives taped to them. What are you asking him? I'll give you a page out of my Playboy if you if you give me that flashlight. Nah, you gotta come in here again. <laughs> He says, nah, you gotta come in here. I bring the axe back out and I start windmilling it. (laughs) I'll give you two pages out of the Playboy. Nah, you gotta come in. (laughs) Do you roll to enter the shed? Fuck no. Come on, man. All right, so he bypasses the shed completely and he heads down the the mountain trail (laughs) pass. As he he gets to the right-hand side of the trail, he does come to what appears to be a small cemetery or pet cemetery of sorts. Most of the headstones are crumbled and broken, so you can't even really make out if people or uh, or animals were buried here. Uh, I'm not sure how that makes you feel in general, um, but you do notice the difference between the larger headstones and the smaller headstones. So that's up to you with what section you want to look at. And off in the distance, you do see something poking out of the trees. Um, it appears to be a building or structure of some kind, but it comes to a very distinct point. I want to go check out the building. You bypass the cemetery completely, and you walk back towards the building, and what you can describe in front of you is the top of a church, like a precipice that's almost been completely removed and truncated onto the ground, but it does kind of get you thinking, what if at some point there might have been a landslide or something on the mountain that completely buried this thing, and this is the only thing that exists structurally from your perspective? To your knowledge, it reads as a spire that has just been completely truncated and left here in the woods. Uh, Do you move forward to inspect the spire in the woods? Um, sure. You get closer and you notice that it is old. I think dating back somewhere in the last 100 to 200 years. You have no idea how old this, like, church spire is. But it's the top of the tower of probably what looks, looks like what would have been two or three stories tall. And you do kind of walk uphill towards it and notice that uh, the windows are slotted and made out of wood. Um, They can be pried open by hand. Do you enter the spire? Let's do it. Okay, so this is a side quest. I'm going to just ask uh, where am I to roll a series of dies, and based on how well he rolls, it's almost Dragon's Lair in concept of reaction to what I'm saying. You don't like my to-do list? 
Second item. When you come in through the very top, um, a bell is missing, and you look down, down three stories of old rickety stairs, and you see that it has crashed through below on the bottommost floor. So at one point, this absolutely was a bell tower to some type of structure, and unbelievably to your knowledge you are looking down three entire stories of rickety wooden stairs now you don't know how this structure exists underground but you know against your better judgment you do want to check it out so i am going to ask you to roll uh three dice like in a row like do a one two three and tell me what their values are or roll three all at once Got a three, a six, and then a three. I'm gonna say you successfully made it down the stairs without any any harm or breaking any of the old ass planks. Um, and you do find yourself at the bottom, kind of looking at that giant hole. You have no idea how much further this goes down, but it looks like you're on the bottom of the the church flooring of what is probably the top of this building, and you you just see blackness. So whatever the bell tower crashed through, you're at the top story of this building now. Um, it does appear to be a workshop of sorts, and it looks like what what is in the corner opposite of you used to be like an old <laughs> clock structure that when at noon it would ding and little fun animatronics and music would play on like a little carousel that would open up and extend out to the people and they would stand and they would watch this show of these um, these people singing and dancing. It was like a little ding-dong type of uh, carousel and um, uh, rather hauntingly you note that through the passage of time, much like with many things, um, it has had an effect on the animatronics, which are missing limbs, which are broken and, and uh, tossed in pieces around the floor. Um, what you imagine is a man, a structure of a man, almost like a mannequin, has been busted in pieces on the floor. His head's on the left, his limbs are on the right, his legs are back near the hole. But oddly enough, the woman is still standing tall and straight, and although her skin and hair is missing, her eyes do appear to follow you across the room. You know, a weird type of mannequin where the eyes just seem to like be dented enough to just no matter where you move, it just kind of, you know, follows you a little bit. And um, she is like missing an arm, she's missing most of her her clothes, you know, she's made entirely out of wood. You do walk past her to get to a workbench. I'm talking early 1800s, and this is what I leave up to you completely. If there is anything you can scavenge from this workbench, what would you try to get? Your question could um, be answered by a series of tools or perhaps gears. Retractable razor blade? This is a workbench. You should have tools. Basically an exacto knife. Yeah. I'm gonna just say, uh, like a wood carving, like pocket knife, if you will. Okay. Let's say a four inch blade. I mean, I'd Re rather have like a shorter Re razor. Retractable. Um, okay. Let's you say know? let's say closer to to a smaller knife than let's say the two inch blade then. Yeah. Like and, one of the um, add, add it to your inventory. Can I call it razor blade? Razor blade's fine. But when you do pick it up, feel a presence. 
Um, you're almost taken somewhere else mentally, and you're reminded of an old German man who worked as the clock worker here and kind of assembled the structures and the animatronics. He he lovingly carves the details out on, on the woman, and he calls it his wife, and he's very proud of both the man, the husband, and wife um, that he's paired here for the people to see. But you, you are quickly taken away from that memory when you feel a more physical presence near you. And you turn around, and you realize that the woman animatronic has not only still been looking at you, but against all odds, is now closer to you along the gear track. You don't remember hearing anything come up behind you, nor do you remember sensing anything. Nonetheless, she is less than five feet away from you and looking right at you. Can I tell what she's made out of? She's made out of wood and metal. Wood and metal. Yep. And it's, I'm assuming it's like dry rotted wood because it's been there for hundreds of years? Sure. So can I try and set her on fire? As you go to pull out your shit from your backpack, she pushes you over and now physically imposes you. I am going to give you opportunity of escape. Okay. Uh, are you scared or anything? Uh, I have one scared and one brave. Do you choose to negate the scared with your brave, or are you going to use the brave, or, or what? What are you doing? Because you're either rolling know. at disadvantage or rolling normally. Fuck it. Let's go at disadvantage. I Roll want that two dice later. at disadvantage. Give me the lower value. Fucking wild cards. I got a four and a two. You scramble to your feet, and she swipes you across the head with her busted-ass arm, and it does cut you for one physical damage. You do get away from her, though. You are now a good five feet away from her, and she spins around on her track and eyes eyes you up where you just three six feet behind her. Um, give me uh, one roll for the first set of stairs. Three. You avoid the hole at the bottom where the bell fell through, jumping across the gap and clamoring up the first set of stairs. You hear her rip herself off of the track and come on all fours, just fucking clamoring along like a little crab person across the wooden, <laughs> the wooden floorboards behind you. She is at the bottom of the steps. Give me another roll for the second series. Five. You jump up these fucking steps. She's still at the bottom. Give me a third roll. Six. You jump out of the fucking top story window. Give me your fear. Give me your scared. You're no longer scared. You don't give a fuck. Sorry. Can you grab it for me? Oh, yeah. We should probably make piles at the end yeah. of the table and at the, like, so I, some at the front, some at the in end. In fact, I'm just going to give you this bag yeah. and you just leave it at the end. Don't pour it, but yeah, yeah, take, yeah. take them when I say them. Mm -hmm. Actually, put, give this back to him and put it in the bag. Um, you jump out the fucking boarded window. You bust it completely and you don't even give a fuck. You do an action superhero landing on the other side and you don't hear any clamoring up the stairs. For all you know, out of sight, out of mind, uh, and you turn around and you look at the empty, empty window frame. Doesn't look like she's following you. You have successfully made it back out of this fire. Your turn ends there. Terry the Tickler, you come out of the shotgun position in the car. What are you doing? Uh, 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 I'll 
take a, a big old stretch, uh, a scream a little bit, just to free up my lungs. Sure. I will allow Get it. that mountain air. I will allow it. Uh, I head over to the shed. <laughs> you head over to the shed and you look inside and you see Harold Heavy Hands who is windmilling his axe. Uh, I pull up my phone and I take a picture and go, neat. <laughs> you do that. Um, hey I, man, you want anything from me here? You yeah, can I get that rope? They gotta come get it. You look inside the shed and you see a bundle of rope, probably 25 or so yards. Uh, uh, I pull one of the condoms out. I look him in the eyes as I hold it and start slowly opening it. What are you doing? <laughs> He's opening a condom. <laughs> He's opening a condom in front of you. Yeah. And I tell him, I'll fuck you. Come try, bitch. <laughs> Damn it. I put it away. <laughs> so you don't open it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm not wasting it yet. You, you took a gamble and it paid off. <laughs> yeah, I'm not happy about it. I don't like that he's his own creepypasta right now. <laughs> he's, he's made fine. a to-do He's fine. He's minding his own business, and I can appreciate shit. that. So, so what are you doing with your turn? Where are you going? Uh, let me go check out this old truck. So you walk over to the old truck, and you do notice the same straw flatbed in the back. Um, the wood paneling, it's obviously for livestock. Uh, when you look at the uh, the carriage, you do also make note of the cattle prod, giant steel, probably three foot long, hanging from a, a, a strap in the back window. And when you notice the glove compartment is completely busted and hanging down, there appears to be an old uh, first aid kit uh, opened. So you do see what's inside, but there might be something useful. You go to open the door and it's locked. Uh... The keys are in the shed, by the, the way. The are keys, in here! The keys are in the shed. I... I'm gonna... Well, I have a hammer, so could I just smash the window? You have a hammer. Uh, roll to smash at disadvantage. You fuck up the truck, though. Keys are uh, right here. Four and a six. You do uh, you pull out your hammer, and you do smash, let's say, the passenger side window. Um, the glass uh, avoids your hand, any contact with you, so you do use an item to do that. And um, you successfully reach in and unlock the passenger side door, swinging it open, you know, spilling glass out on the floor, uh, the dirt trail, and you um, you climb into the passenger side seat. Uh, I start making truck noises with oh, my mouth. Here. You what? <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> That's the other stuff. Got it. I start making uh, truck noises with my mouth. I'm just like... <laughs> You do no. that. Uh, I check the glove compartment. You do that. You do what? I check the glove compartment. You pull out the glove compartment and you do make note of a small roll of bandages you may add to your inventory and a uh, thing of painkillers, which you also add to your inventory. Sweet. You could also just say first aid kit, like parentheses, bandages, painkillers. Your turn is going to end there. Oh, really? Correct. You, you obtained something. Oh. Something else. Someone else got exciting turns. I just smashed a window and took med That's, kit. You just you literally described my turn. No, really? <laughs> Except he took an axe. No. And he hurt himself on the window because he decided to tape knives to his fists. That's Deputy Dewey, you spill out of the trunk again on all fours and you stand up like no one noticed. Yeah. Oh. Uh, fuck off from Man, the truck. Where did everybody go already? <laughs> uh, you do look over to your right and notice that Terry the Tickler is making truck noises while <laughs> mimicking driving what appears to be a smashed window. Yeah. Uh, you hear windmill noises coming from the shed. 
Uh, so you oh, hear strawberry shortcake screaming about bees, and where am I? Like usual, is nowhere to be found. Uh, um, <laughs> real quick, oh, while I'm normal. inside the truck, I'm windmilling yes. the hammer around. You're windmilling the hammer around. Because I want the cattle prod on my next turn. All right, almost every direction looks awful to me right now. Well, the lake Welcome cabin. to the woods. <laughs> I'm going to take a look at that there uh, huge cabin in front of me, and I'm actually going to walk around to the back of it. You're going to walk past the doghouse and go around to the yes. back door? Uh, are you going in through the back door, or are you continuing up north? Well, oh, I, the back door, eh? Anal. Can I knock on the back door nice. first? Just like a, a nice little knock. See, you knock see on the I door and nothing is answered. Okay. Nothing Nothing appears, nothing happens. I look around, I'm just like, yeah, do you go walking. up the north trail or are you going in? That was a, that was a long drive. I'm just going to keep walking. So I, I go up, back. You go up north. <laughs> you are, you do find yourself in the middle. So uh, when you're walking along Who's past the, the um, when you're walking along past the left-hand side of the cabin, you do smell something growing as you walk closer uh, to the to the fork in the road to your left and right. Yeah. Um, you know, again, that the left leads to the lake front, the right heads to the mountain. But there there is a smell uh, coming from the right-hand corner of where you're walking, and you meet yourself in the front of the... Um, shit. You meet yourself in the uh, fork in the road path, but directly in front of you in the path, you do see what appears to be a black, shady structure off in the woods directly in front of you. So you can go off trail as well. Um, but if you look off to your right, interestingly enough, something darts across the path. Um, very small in form, almost in a gaggle. There's a couple of them. They appear almost um, human, but human but tiny, and they have little wings. Oh. And to your uh, to your understanding, they might be uh, fairies. Shit! Those fairies. Fuck that shit up. <laughs> Let me give you them fairies. Puffles. Oh man. Jesus Christ. Put this in the path in between the right hand side. So what are you doing? Where are you going? Oh, I fucking hate geese. <laughs> but apparently they are small human like creatures. No, those They're are fairies. fairies. Oh man. Wait, do they do, is it really geese or did you look at the picture? No, I just well, you you said a gaggle. gaggle. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes, no, there's a gaggle. Not every, not every day I hear a gaggle of something. It's a gaggle of fairies. <laughs> All right, so that was like the only like noise, but I also smelled something too. You did smell something off to the right. Yeah. I look at that and I'm just like, I'm not fucking with the whatever the fuck that is. I'm gonna go left. Okay, so um, as you're walking, as you're walking on your right, up in up in the mountain top from your right hand side, you do see a a, a river you know, tearing through the mountain. It's pretty strong, too. So, you know, it is as wide, you know, and as tall as, as you are, so it would probably wash you down. And, um... Go across it. When you look at the log that has been felled uh, across the river, um, it does look pretty sturdy. And, um... I don't know. Uh, do you look across the river... To the other side. There has never been a tree that has fallen over a river that I have not tried to cross. So I am totally trying to cross this river with that tree. Also, plus that is flowing towards the lake <laughs> downhill. Correct. That's, gotcha. 
I need you to roll to look across the river first. With disadvantage. Are you scared? Yep. Then roll with disadvantage. That's a nat one. <laughs> you don't see anything. I'm wearing sunglasses. <laughs> you don't see anything. You don't see shit. I'm blind now. Oh, fuck. What you see is a log and some woods, and you look up in the distance, you go, oh, that's a cave, and you think, nice. I'm still going towards it. <laughs> I need you to roll at disadvantage to cross the log. Oh, man. This is going to be on par. Well, that's a three. You dumbass. Oh, well, don't think I'm going to keep that. Four. Uh, so <laughs> three. Three, I will allow you to cross that's to the other side. That's what I do. Now... When you get to the other side and you do start approaching the cave, you have an odd aura of foreboding. I feel forebode. <laughs> now, now, unbeknownst to you, unbeknownst because you rolled a fucking one on your perception. Oh, no. Things have been, let's say, gathering around you. And it's not just on the ground, but it's also in the canopy, in the trees. There's stuff almost jumping from limb to limb, and they're looking down at you, and you do feel eyes on you, but when you look into the woods, you just see woods. You know, your perception is, is uh, whoa, woods. Yep. Um, so I'm going to roll a die real quick. Oh, fuck. It's not that bad. I'm just going to go to the cabin. You do that. <laughs> oh, it's not that bad. Get the uh, fuck out of that Harold, thing. can you place these three in random positions around him? Gimme, gimme, gimme. Oh. Now, oh. I need you to roll No, on his side of the river. They very specifically stay on that side of the river. I need you to roll because one of these things just fell out of a fucking tree and it's coming right towards you. Okay. Like a sack of potatoes. Two. You do not move fast enough out of the way. Take one physical damage oh. as this thing smacks you in the fucking head. This oh, motherfucker. Looks kind of weird. Now, looks now that you're two feet away odd. from it, it it does look a little odd as where are my notes. Um, but it does appear to be child-like in size and like in question mark skin, question mark. Almost appearing as if made out of burlap or, or leaves or skin. You, question mark skin um, these kids have black lifeless eyes and they stare at you with nothing but apathy and indifference but you've already been smacked once and you notice behind you another smaller one pokes out of a tree and up from the cave another one kind of uh, delightfully skips towards you delightfully well that seems nice at least Fuck it. what are you doing Hmm, I do have a crowbar, so I could smack the bitch back. But <laughs> I'm just be I'm just I'm actually gonna speak. Hey! I might have helped one of you get cigarettes earlier, you fuck! They're not wearing uh, anything associated to the teenager you saw earlier. Okay. Uh, th these appear to be children. Oh. In in both size and nature. Okay. So if that's what you say, the one in front of you takes its time to stand up and it kind of lackadaisically tilts its head to the left and just stares at you. Oh, that's kind of cute. 
Now, the one from the cave is getting closer to you, and the one behind from poking from the tree is now definitely up on your ass, and you didn't even hear it move, but it's directly behind you. Um, the one behind you is going to go to grapple your right leg. Oh, no, buddy. <laughs> and that's a critical success. Oh, buddy. Jesus. <laughs> so the one behind you does grapple your right leg, okay. and I'm going to say it stifles your movement in half. Okay. Um, and it is scared. not and causing you pain, but it is not letting you go. Okay. I am going... Ah, oh, that will burn me now. Just fucking hard I still might need to do that, though. I'm going to attempt... This bring, is a side quest, by the way. To bring out my lighter fluid and just do a circle around me with the lighter fluid. Like, try and just move in a circle with him on me. Roll for it. Oh, God. This disadvantage sucks. I'm rolling against you. <laughs> COVID. Oh. Six and a one. So crit fail. I got four. Um... You go to pull out your lighter fluid, and the one on the left that came from the cave has now grappled your left Mm, arm and stopped. It it hops up on you, grabbing your left arm, and you can no longer reach for the lighter fluid. And this is when um, the one on the right really starts to bear down on you, and I'm going to need you to take one physical uh, pain for now. It is almost... uh, Cobra slash snake or anaconda like vice gripping your right leg and you're starting to lose uh, pressure and you're starting to get really things are not looking good for the (laughs) dewdrop. Starting to look a little scared. What are you doing? Oh man, so I'm, I'm grappled. I am surrounded. I have no weapons. You have disadvantage. You have the ability. (laughs) You have the ability to move. Well, I'm still grappled though. And, no, they are clinging to you. Okay. Grappled in the sense that you do not have all of your functions, I will deny you certain requests. Okay. I'm going to try and jump into the water to see where the water will take me, hopefully away from them. I need you to roll for that because I'm going to roll against you. Here we go again. Another one, boys and girls. Let's do this. Mm. That's a four. I critically failed. Oh, yeah. So, the one that fell out of the tree that's still looking at you, and it sees sees the other two, um, it sees the other two on you, it does go to jump on you, and you do duck out of the way, and it misses. Um, I will, I will allow you to move over to the water while you are grappled, but I do need you to roll again to jump in, because you did walk somewhat into the woods, so now I need you to walk over to the river, and I need you to roll again to try and jump in. I hate being scared. <laughs> I blame this guy. Mm-hmm. How all <clears throat> is it my fault? Um, it's a three. Left? You rolled higher than me. Uh, when you jump into the... When you, when you go to jump, the kids immediately release you, and you do find yourself... Uh, jumping into the turbulent stream and being washed down the the river, and you do pop out in the lake. That's going to be the end of your turn. You you escaped. Sounds good to me. You escaped uh, an odd situation. Um, I will put some stuff there to give you context, though. When you do come up above the water, you do note 
um, some inquisitive looking uh, swans, which you don't remember having ever seen before or in person. You might have heard that they can be a little rude, but these ones look at you rather uh, nicely. In, in well, in well regards, they they see you <clears throat> coughing up water, and they know the direction you just came from, and they very hesitantly look off in that direction, uh, before looking back at you and just like bopping their heads. Look at um, them and go honk. And off the uh, that's totally fine. Um, off the um, off the coast, in between where the sand meets the trail, standing directly in that path, a man with nothing but sunglasses. And when I say nothing but sunglasses, he is completely naked. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, but your turn is going to end there. Yes. I found him. That's the one guy I wanted <laughs> I to found. find. That's amazing. <laughs> that is from one of his episodes, so he does know this guy. Uh, we move back over to Harold Heavy Hands, who is windmilling his axe and stuff. <laughs> <of the ship. clears throat> oh, um... So if I take any other item in here, my turn just ends. Depends on what you're taking. Should just toss the items to the other fucking people. <laughs> can, I, can I grab a keys? You can grab the truck keys and add them for your inventory, and your turn does not end. Okay, I'll do that. You add them. And I kick the glass around a little bit. Do you want to write it down? And then I, and then I Do you exit. want to write it down? Yeah. And he jumps back out the window flawlessly. Back out the window. And I hurry scurry directly to the cabin. Okay. He hurry scurries. On my way, I note that Terry the Tickler is swinging his hammer around, <laughs> and I nod at him in approval. <laughs> of course you do. You do that. Now, where the north is, if you can lay it down just like this. So that is the uh, is the ground floor. You're coming in through that front door. Okay. Um, you do come in through that bottom entrance, so you can move your character onto that, that map card. Um, you are now in the living room of the cabin. Uh, in front of you, you see okay. an old TV, right. a double like love seat couch, mm-hmm. an old lazy boy recliner, an unused dusty old fireplace. Behind you is a big old window that looks really interesting. You can check that. There's a um, uh, the one behind him. Um, and then on the, the bed stand in between the, the two couches is a... Uh, a little phone and lamp, and you can make out uh, the stairs, one leading down, one leading up, hmm. uh, and a guest bedroom that you can peer into. The second guest bedroom to the top right, you can't quite make out from where you're standing. Oh, across from you, nice open concept uh, window into the kitchen area. You do know the kitchen is in that direction. Yes. Through that, yes, through that walkway. Ooh, I got a kitchen. There's probably knives in there. You do find yourself in the kitchen, and if I were to list the stuff in here, off to the left you have your table with chairs, the window behind it. Uh, going again to the left, you have cabinets and drawers, the stove, the fridge. Now the fridge does have some pictures on it, some post-it notes, and there is a weird little gap in between the fridge and the wall. Uh, looking directly across from you is a window that looks out back onto the north path. Um, the green carpet denotes the back door exit. There's also a bathroom off to your right, and as you walk past the doorway to the second uh, room, you can see what's inside the guest room uh, from that doorway, but it is back in the other entrance. I want to go check out the drawers and the cupboards. So, you walk over to the cupboards and the drawers. I need to specifically know, are you inspecting the top cabinet 
or the bottom drawer. Bottom drawer. You open up the bottom drawer, <clears throat> and much like I imagine you were looking for, and not at all to your surprise, is a long butcher's knife, which I, you may add to your inventory. I take. Can I start strapping up some more? You may. All right. So I want to put, I want to put the the long axe like on the bottom half of my leg, so it like comes up. Do you off really my leg. Gen- do you genuinely want to put the axe on your leg? Yeah, yeah. Probably the left one because the right one already has a knife. Yeah, right? on the left one, but like right here, so it comes up off along, and it doesn't hinder my movement along at all. the calf and the. And yeah, the, we'll we'll see about the hindrance of. The what movement. are you talking about? It's coming up here. You're running with metal things strapped to you. We'll see about hindrance of movement. All right, fuck the axe, but I'm definitely putting the. What do I have right now? You've got knives. I'm putting the place. knife on my left foot. I'm this dig- one does not retract. You are taping a butcher's knife to the bottom of your left. This, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm cutting out a hole in the in the in the bottom of my Roll boot. Roll to cut a hole out of the bottom of your foot. Out of his boots. <laughs> out of your boot. Yep. Roll to cut a hole out of your boot. You're taking the boot off first. Yeah. Okay. You do not do that. Okay, what do, what do I do? That's why I'm asking you. Do you strap a fucking butcher's knife with duct tape to the bottom of your shoe? Not yet. Because you find yourself stabbing at the rubber soles of your boots, and you can't cut it in any way, shape, right. or form. Um, Jesus Christ. Um, I'll tape it to my knee. You tape a knife to your knee. Yeah, like this. Congratulations. And now I can fucking... Let me see if there's anything special about the butcher's knife or the drawer. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> I forgot to read that. Cursed. <laughs> I forgot to read that part. No, there's. it's not cursed or anything. I forgot what it's from, and I just want to verify. Ooh. All right. Should I put it on my knee, or should I put it on one of my elbows so I can, like... No, there's nothing it. specific yeah, about the butcher's yeah. knife. It's it's purely used for cutlery. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to put it on my... I don't care instead. where you put it. So write it down. It on his right write it down now. on your inventory. So I can. I don't care. Slash. You're gonna have to tell me. So just write it in your inventory. Step slash. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to pass turns to Strawberry Shortcake. Fair enough. Right. So <laughs> since the bees happened, the I, bees. I, I, I which is just so funny that it happened. That to it, you, of course, of people. fucking bees. That was also from one of your episodes. Congratulations. Yeah. So, I want to soothe, so I want to go to the lake to get into the nice cold water on my bee stings. Are you going north or south? The This way is the south only way trail. that I know goes to the lake. As you walk onto the south trail, which is denoted as lake front, you're walking and you see a shallow ditch off to your left uh, cutting down into a ravine, and uh, something does appear to be down there, but you can't make it out from your current perspective. And in the trees... Never before seen, uh, to your knowledge, uh, you don't even know where it came from, and to your belief, you thought they were nocturnal. Uh, you can make out an animal in the trees. It's very large, very luxurious, uh, a beautiful, bright shade of red, and you've never seen anything like that before. Red? But it, it does appear to be an owl, and it looks down on you in the path as you walk by, um, rather inquisitively... And to all of your knowledge, you're thinking, um, owls are nocturnal. It's fucking in the middle of the afternoon, and this thing looks so weird. What is it doing? 
Um, but you have options to continue into the woods um, down to check out the thing. You can check the owl, or you can continue your path towards the lakefront. I'm going to make a note of the owl, but I'm not like an ornithologist, so I'm, I'm like, well, that's a weird owl, but I've, I've got burns to soothe, so I'm headed lakeward. Move the owl, I flip that page I over. I cannot wait for you to meet this guy. <laughs> I've got a so, mission. I've got wounds to soon. So you do walk, and as you're about to approach the lakefront property, right where the sand meets the dirt of the trail, stands a man completely naked with nothing but sunglasses, and you can't see his eyes. He turns around and looks at you, and he goes, Oh shit! Hey! Whoa, dude, hanging loose there! Having a good time? Yeah! Uh, I thought this was nude beach. It's not. My name's Mike. Oh, what's up? I mean, uh, you don't mind if I just, uh, I just, just gotta soothe my- Whoa, mind. you look burned as fuck! What happened yeah, to you, man? Fucking bees, dude. Oh, those. Right. Yeah, that humming, like, it just is- sometimes it's just like, mm, Yeah, it that? comes from all over the place and then it just stops. Right, I, mm, I was like, is that like an electrical thing? It's so, so weird. It's just, yeah, so weird. So glad, bees, you know? dude. So, I'm glad. I am so glad that I don't have to worry about that. Dude, so, hell yeah, because you're like bees. super exposed to bee-ness. I meant it in a different way, but yes. Bees? Wait, why don't you care about the bees then? Ah, that's fine. All right. Well, keep <laughs> on hanging on. I gotta, I gotta go whip myself. Oh yeah, totally. No, I'll be here. See ya. Bye. Later, bro. And you do walk, uh, you know, in towards the, uh, towards the water. He does kind of shout out to you. He's like, hey, like, don't mind the swans. You know, they, they mind their own business. You know, it's like, be nice to them. All right, thanks for the and, heads up. You know, I know swans are like dicks. And, but. you know, I'm just going to say this as oblique as I can with no exact detail. Um, maybe don't swim underwater. All right, so, like, no full immersion. I wouldn't like, I, I wouldn't I just, look I I'm wouldn't look down there, no. Dip it I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, look I down in the lake at all, no. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. Need to run some cold water over my burn, over my bee stings. Okay, so, so. You, you do walk into the water then and you do feel like cool... Uh, you know, so you, you no longer feel as raw and as as stung as you previously did. Right. Splash, 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 splash. Splashing around. Do I see him? Like, oh yeah, you do. Down? You are on the same page as him. He yeah. he looks like he was just drowning. Okay. Yeah, right over there. Man. <laughs> Doesn't look it. But like, you're. Can you can you swim? Uh, I mean, I'm trying. All I'm right. a little hurt right now. All right. Well, I mean, like, are you are you good? Do you need help? I am not good. <laughs> so you do, like, you want me to help? Please. All right. You haven't been submerged, right? Because there's like a dude with his dong out. No, I've been like trying to like swim towards land, but like my leg and my like weird parts of my body hurt, and like my heart hurts weird, a little what, bit what too. Weird parts. All right. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give you a hand. Thank you. All right, Mike's so on the shore. Over, like a long. Mike's on the shore, and he sees you guys, and he goes, "Yeah, I'm Mike." Who the fuck is that? What? I don't know. It's he's he's pretty chill. He thought it was a nude beach. It's all right. Um, as long as I'm not like, don't be weird. Like he seemed fine. For, like, a, wasn't anything. for a while there, I couldn't see anything, and now I just see a penis behind you. So that's kind of weird. Dude, it's it's Mike. Okay, it's, it's Mike. It's Mike. That sounds good. Yeah, I'm Mike. Mike, Mike, can you help? Yeah, Mike. We heard. He waves his hand again. I'm Mike. Yep, got it, Mike. And they don't. And we're all, like, we can wade. We're not, like, fully submerged, right? Or are we, like... What are you doing? 
I'm, I'm swimming over. You're fine. You, yeah. You're a lot. You do okay. that. But what, like, but what are you doing now? I'm, I'm going to help him out because he seems hurt. Okay, you can pull him out of the water if you yeah. want. Yeah, I'd pull him out. You guys like are, you guys, yeah, you guys are both on the shore. Thanks, uh, guy. Mike, Mike does come over to you guys. He does, he does say like, oh, oh, he looks even worse than you do. What, ha- what the fuck happened to you? And he does see the swans looking up river where you came from, and he goes, oh, well, this guy knows. There was like some, I don't want to know. There was, I've seen some stuff. I went across a log, and then like some weird children demon jumped out at me, and they were cute for a little while. Oh no, they're not demons. And but. and then they weren't cute. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I like logs as much as the next guy. But I, no I want to go that way. Fuck that. Yeah. Mike, what's your deal? You just chill. Oh. Yeah, you could say that. Do you need help? Uh no. Okay. Question mark. So you just chill here. That's cool. I'm yeah no I'm I'm stuck here. Oh, that's sad. Yeah I guess perspective it's a hell of a thing. Yeah well I mean uh, have fun are you good because I might head back to that shed. Well, well you said something <laughs> about submerging my head in water why why am I not allowed to submerge my head in there? Oh yeah no you big uh, Mike he, so he said something about maybe that. Maybe keep your eyes closed. If you want to, you know, swim. But, like, I wouldn't look at the bottom of the lake, though. I wouldn't do that. That's a and ominous. I certainly... And yeah, I, so I just did. Oh, if I, mean, I can I continue them. being ominous, let me tell you, you don't want to be around here at nighttime. The lake is not the place to be. And he kind of snaps when he says it. <laughs> don't come to the lake at night. And he, like, gun hands you. Right on. And, um... And he says, the swans aren't here to protect anything that happens at night, and you won't find me here either, <laughs> And even though I'm stuck here. Right on, man. All right, well, thanks for the heads up. Keep on keeping on. I'm ahead back cabinward, because I, on my way down to the lake, I noticed that the shed was empty, and I want to go back there. <laughs> so you so, do, you, you pass yeah, by... I'm, I'm, you pass by, by the owl. Mike. I'm not do, doing do, you, do you do anything to Mike? You just walk right by. No, I just keep on keeping on. I just <coughs> let him do his thing, right? Right. He lets me go and everything. Absolutely. So then, can I walk all the way back to the? You can walk all the way back. All right. I'm just gonna grab from. Are the you shed. hopping in through the shed window? Yeah. He already cleared all the glass and stuff. And right. Be... So inside of the shed, you can make out a bundle of rope, mm-hmm. a shovel, a claw hammer, and a big ass flashlight. There is a lot of glass on the floor that I kind of kicked around before I Well, I'm wearing out. shoes. Yes. <clears throat> or probably, like, hiking boots if I'm coming camping. So, yeah, um, yeah I'll, I'll take the rope, but I'll, like, swap it out for my rope. Because I already had a 9-foot rope, and he said that one's, like, 25 feet, 25 yards or something. So that's, like, way more. It's a lot of rope. Yeah, it's a you shitload can, you of can rope. Write that, leave your rope there. You can write that so, in your inventory as a lot of rope. Right. And and you can still hold on to your Just shorter your rope. rope. All right. Yeah, my no, rope. they I, are separate. Yeah. Uh, you can tie them together. If you I'd, I'd rather keep them two separate ropes in case I need two separate things rather than tying them together now. That's fine. All right. Nothing is particular to be said about the... Um, about the uh, the rope. You should cut that one up so you can have four ropes. Well, I'm not going to cut it up yet. It's just, it's very much yeah. so as like, what you get that rope. rope. Um, yeah. You can continue your turn if you want. Well, I think I'm... Like, where are you going? What are you trying to do? The rope has no real impact to the story. Uh, I'll go into the cabin. <laughs> 
Okay. So you you do enter the cabin. You look into the living room. There's the love seat, the phone, the lamp, the uh, the TV, the window to your left, the fireplace, uh, lazy boy, guest bedroom one, guest bedroom two, staircase going upstairs, staircase going downstairs. I'll uh, check out the bedroom. Guest bedroom one. When you look inside, you see what uh, what is probably a painting across the hall, hanging on top of a dresser old wooden frame. There's a closet to your left and the bed to your right. Uh, what are you can inter- I check out the painting? What are you interacting with? The painting. Okay. So you walk over and you look at um, what you think is a painting and um, upon closer inspection and rather ugly to, to admit um it's a painting of a man with a scowl. I'm talking like pure whopper face looking down at you and a nice pastoral setting with some like trees and stuff in the background. But it's just a man looking down and scowling. Um, what are your thoughts and can you roll your die for me? Like what a what a grumpus. Do I have to roll a disadvantage because of you that? You do. All right. Here's the... I know. Oh. Five and a one. Critical failure. I'm going to make you uh, take one mental... One mental disability. (laughs) So when you look up at the man scowling, uh, and then you hear something from the kitchen behind you, out in the the open space, uh, someone's rustling through some shit, you do look away from the wooden frame for a moment, and when you turn back, the man in the painting is gone, and you come to the realization that it is a window. Where am I? That is your turn. Damn. Okay. So I am going to start by heading back to the shed. You do that. And I would like to go Thanks. grab that flashlight. You hop in through the window, and you do grab the flashlight, and um, you make note of what looks like Russian, almost handwriting or, or characters that have been like printed on the metal of this tall, long steel flashlight. It almost strikes you as like a security guard flashlight one of those thick ass boys Mm -hmm. that you could really wallop someone with and there's an insignia on the bottom um, that consists of circles and characters and you can't make heads or tails of any of it but it all reads to you as weird but nonetheless useful so you can add that to your inventory you may continue Uh, from there I'm probably going to head into the house you hop out of the shed and you you go into the house through the front door uh, off to your left, you see a window, the TV, the fireplace, the love seat, the phone and lamp. Stairs going up, stairs going down. You look through the doorway and you see Strawberry Shortcake looking a little freaked out, uh, standing next to, in between the bed and the dresser. And off into the open concept of the kitchen, you can see that Harold Heavy Hands is rifling through shit in the kitchen. Take and the second field. doorway uh, to the second guest bedroom off to your right. You okay there, bud? To who? To, to, to strawberry, strawberry shortcake. Shortcake, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, nothing. Nothing? Yeah, oh, okay. just, just nothing at all. Looking around. Uh, I'm going to <laughs> no, just no, kind nothing. of nothing at all. Sort of nod my head and head up the stairs. Right on. Oh, so you're going upstairs. When you are heading upstairs, you're not quite there yet. You kind of get to the top of the steps, and as you're looking out onto the top landing, very quickly, blink and you'll miss it type of reaction, a shadow, human-sized, wafts through the air from your right to your left, from down a hallway into an office door on your left, and the door kind of slams behind it. You have two options. You can kind of reach out and say, like, hello, someone there, and continue up the stairs. Or you can turn back uh, kind of in fear and disgust. Uh, I'm going to keep going up, but I'm not going to make the audible thing. It is mandatory. Fair enough. You feel like you saw someone, so you feel the need to shout out. Even if it's just, where am I? (laughs) Grant yourself a brave. Because you were not deterred. By the shadow, you uh, you walk bravely to the top landing, and on the blue carpet meeting the end of the hallway, you do see a ladder, uh, very nice and furnished, coming uh, from a very well-lit attic space up above you, and a mirror at the end of the hallway that reads you as antique and expensive, as it's the entire length of the wall, pretty much. Um, to your left, the slammed door is closed of the office, but you did get a look in there and see a library shelf before it was slammed shut. And to your right, disappearing down a very dark hallway, is a red rug that leads to many doorways. You can look in on your right and see the uh, master bedroom, or what looks like the master bedroom, across the hall, a bathroom. I'm going to go to the bathroom. You walk into the bathroom on the uh, upstairs hall, and I'm going to say that you also kind of complete it um, by only being able to see the tub on the other side of this, but the red carpets do connect, thus. You are in the bathroom upstairs. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and close the door and spend the next 15 minutes doing my business. Taking a shit? Yep. Taking so a shit. So I need you to, um, to roll to use the toilet. Let me, oh. um, let me explain. Uh, as you lift the lid, roll one die for me. Roll to totally. So can I decide after my roll if I'm going to use a brave? No. Okay, so I have to decide. Okay, so I rolled Previous. a four. Yeah. I'm going to say the four, you open up the toilet, there's nothing inside, it's a clean bowl, you do what you want. Cool. Because there are situations where it might not be, and there might be something in the toilet. Like a snack. Like a snack. Your turn may continue. I got 15 minutes to kill? Your turn may continue. Okay. You said this is the master bedroom? Across the hall is the master bedroom. Yeah. I guess I'll uh, check out this ladder here. The massive bedroom. Oh, you want to go up to the attic? Yeah, I guess so. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> this will have to go where your notebook is, yeah, but, yeah. but you can put this <laughs> down. Yeah. You do climb up into the attic, and it is filled with cardboard boxes. There is one wooden box, very rectangular, very thin off to your right. There is a tarp or blanket covering a structure in the back right-hand corner. Across from you, which would be the um, uh, the, the top of the right-hand side of the cabin, are some top-level windows. They, they are lit up all the way. There's no blinds or anything. They look out onto the mountains to the east. When you look over at the windows, you do see 
a tiny furry little animal looking thing. Where are you? It's a boom box. Nice. That's you could place that on any of the um, cardboard boxes found in the attic. Um, there is a boom box there. The only reason why it's a physical chip is because I want to know when it's being used. You're gonna have to put it down in whatever room and play it. But that's if you choose to pick it up. Um, yeah, I'm gonna play it right now. Where the fuck is this guy? Well, I don't. Know. Let me give you all your options you first. In this place building. this guy next no. to the the biggest window in the middle. Baby Yoda. You do make out a small little furry guy. Uh, he's not looking at you, so you're unaware of what his facial, uh, you know, features are. You said next to a window. Next to the window, the big one in the middle. Okay. You take on to the wall. What are you interacting with in the attic? I'm hitting play on the boombox. <laughs> you are walking over to the boombox and pressing play. Yep. Are you selecting CD player or cassette? Cassette. Where's my fucking phone? Dewey, I know you have it. It's in your hand. So, um... Um, you immediately... You immediately walk up to the, uh, the boom box and you press play on the cassette that is in... The boombox. Country room. Very quickly, <laughs> very quickly and statically, a little a little song starts to play. Tell me when you stop playing. Oh, I... See, I recognize this, right? It's from one of your episodes. Yeah. I just, I can't put my finger on it. You know, maybe because I'm like fucking <laughs> high. Yeah. Um, Do I also have... You gave a lot of the foreigner stuff. Keys. Yeah. Yeah. You had like the German I person. Do have our keys. No, you the have only this. one with the keys. You have the keys to both vehicles. What are you doing? I'm going to play, man. You're letting it play. Fuck yeah. I'm not gonna stop this. Terry the Tickler. <laughs> Terry the Tickler. My sense is that there's a furry creature tingle, and I teleport. You do to the not attic. know that he's up there <laughs> with a little furry man. Nah, I, I know. I teleport. It's cool, dude. You do not. <laughs> My original character that I created can do this. <laughs> He's still swinging his hammer in the truck. Yeah, I get really tired from swinging my <laughs> hammer, so I you take have a quick nap. Why aren't you swinging <laughs> Hey, he's napping in the truck. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> now, uh, I check the, uh, what's it called? The, you know, the visors, see if there's anything, like, under There's them. nothing else in the truck. Well, except for a cattle prod, right? The cattle prod hanging on the back window. Yeah, I'll take that. Like, does it still work? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, dude. It's the newest looking thing you think you could see. It's um, it's like one of the Taser Boys, right? Like, it's a fat one. It's oh, one, fuck, dude. It's one of the big Where's Strawberry Shortcake at? Really? <laughs> <laughs> you might get tased. The tape has ended. Uh, <laughs> where am I, just so you know. Um, it is still intact, and you rewind it 
um, the tune, uh, as uh, however you feel about it right now, whether it haunts you or brings you calm. Yeah, I don't like what that looks um, like. I don't want to touch it. You're indifferent to it, but you. But you can add the boombox with the cassette tape to your inventory if you do want to carry it around. For sure. Uh, let me read about the cattle prop real quick. May I also point out, and I don't mean it in any sort of way, so just think about it, none of you have triggered any fucking monsters yet. Cool. You guys are- Stop you guys, jinxing us! You guys are being so much more like it's so surprising. It's night and day from yesterday. But we got a literally, furry boy up there. Literally, so like, Django Phillips gonna... jumps out of the fucking truck and his first action triggers a main bad guy. <laughs> he Django. goes, oh, what's this? And he looks at it and he does it. And then I immediately write down in double line something in my notes. <laughs> so, like, you guys are night and day so far. I don't know why I call you guys chaos in the list. Yeah. <laughs> literally, what they did... Was chaos. Ten times worse. We spent too much time at the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> no, they spent far longer at the gas station than you did because oh. I, had to, I had to fucking fight frowns on getting back into the fucking truck because he was crying about the goddamn caterpillar. <laughs> um, you pick up the cattle prod and it makes you wince when you when you press it because it immediately jolts to life and and shakes with veracity. Yeah, I, I giggle. It's, it's a fat one. I giggle a little bit to myself, because, like, hell yeah. <laughs> Thank you, where am I, for nodding your head in approval. Um, it is oh. a big-ass cattle prod. You can add that you to your inventory. Add that to your inventory. Your turn continues. Is there anything in the shed still? You walk over to the shed, and you look inside. Um, there is a shovel in the corner and a claw hammer hanging on the wall. Uh, can I grab the claw hammer without even bothering to go in? You do have to go in. It's on the pink, uh, the blue uh, cork board on the wall. I'm good. I have a hammer of my own. Uh, I'll go in the cabin. So you head into the bottom floor of the cabin. Um, you do see the large out front window can be I go inspected. right to the kitchen and I start helping Harold Heavy and strap knives to his arm. Ooh, I got help. You do that. <laughs> You hey, Terry. through the open concept window. You look through the uh, you look through and you see uh, uh, Harold Heavy Hands is voraciously at work, fucking taping things to his elbow and rests. I and say to him, let him get close. I say <laughs> to him, "Yo, check that thing out. I didn't check the top cabinet yet." He did not check the top cabinet yet. Uh, There's can... also a fridge off to your right with both. A post-it note and two pictures, and there's a gap in between the fridge and the wall that can also be inspected. Uh, I considered a top cabinet, but then I remember it's time, so I go into the bathroom. You go into the bathroom. I need you to roll... Uh, five and a three, so three. I'm going to say you open the lid and there's nothing in there. You are fine. So you do your business and you, you walk back out. What else are you doing this turn? Um, the, you know, I feel like I'm going to be the one to trigger something, finally, like a monster, so, uh, I'm going to check the fridge out, because I got it. lunch meat, and, you know, I can't <laughs> really? leave that on my okay. bag. So you bypass the things on the fridge, and you immediately walk over, and you just open it. Um, inside the fridge are two things. There's a small takeout container. It looks newer. You're not sure what's inside. And on the left is a bottle of chocolate milk. 
Oh, okay. Um, I hate to say out of, like, my high-level intellect. <laughs> I avoided chocolate milk with all my power. <laughs> I mission impossible the uh, meat into the fridge, so, like, I'm doing the song as I'm trying oh, to dodge Oh, you're stuff. taking your meat out of your inventory and putting it in the fridge? I mean, is it going to go to waste in my bag? No. Oh, okay, I'll leave it in my bag. Oh, Dude, no, I the, look... meat, the meat t should be of use to you over the next oh, okay. 24 hours. So right, cool. if you were to leave it somewhere, you're taking it out of your inventory. Uh, can I check the freezer, too? Nothing in the freezer. Huh. Take out container chocolate milk. Are you are you taking or inspecting either? you said there's either? notes on the fridge? There is a post-it note and what is probably, like, newspaper clip photos. <clears throat> uh, I'll close the fridge for now and check out that stuff real quick. You have to tell me which of the three things you are looking clipping. at. Newspaper clipping. The newspaper clipping. <laughs> I'm giving a fucking headache looking at my fucking character. Making notes. Eight-year-old Sarah Creek goes missing from local grocery store. Mother claims to have turned around in an empty aisle when she turned her back and her daughter was gone. The entire store was searched. The girl could not be found. You may continue your turn. I look at the. There's another article and there's a post-it note on the fridge. There's also the gap and the stuff in the fridge. I'll read the article. You read the other article. Yeah. Or the other photo, whatever it may be. Yeah. We're gonna avoid the monsters throughout this whole story and just have a really good weekend. We are the monsters. Yeah. If there's only one that's triggered, there might just be one that you guys have to deal with. I don't know. Um, so you're saying it's possible we could have a good weekend? <laughs> hey man, when there's dice involved, anything is possible. Oh, I mean, with you, you're you're gonna trigger it. You're trying to trigger it first. Uh -huh. Student Alexander Pitt goes missing during school lockdown, and the teacher claims to have counted him in their class. Uh, but afterwards could not be found. The child is noted as missing. I make a comment about uh, gun control and Great. how it needs to be put under control. Great. <laughs> there's a post-it note. <laughs> yeah, let's read the post-it note. there's the stuff in the fridge. <laughs> oh no, he underlined. <laughs> Don't tell me the post-it note's an evil, passive-aggressive bitch. <laughs> so, the post-it note has the name Uncle Haas on the top I with, a phone number, reading. with a phone number oh. uh, on the bottom and you know from mention of the name that it is the property owner uh, and he left his number for specific contact and you know the phone uh, you passed it in the other room. Oh. I'm going to give you the option to walk into the other room and dial Uncle Haas right now or not. Uncle Haas. Mm, that's tricky. Yeah, fucking call him. Hosses. Calling could trigger like a something. Call, but but a check-in call could also, if we don't check in, trigger him. Um, Definitely call him. You give him a ring. Hoss. What's up, Hoss? Up to you. Yeah, because he could be a Tommy Jarvis in this situation, too, though. Or he could rape one of us. Um, Hopefully it's Dewey. Thanks. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. Yeah, let's let's give I our pretty wet. Let's yeah. give our boy a quick phone call. 
Dude, you is walk the one back and... put a sting operation on us. <laughs> You're not you going to let that go, are you? <laughs> you walk back into the living room, and you do find yourself at the... Uh, the phone, and you're still standing next to it, you dial in the number that you saw on the post to know, and it does pick up, and and it's answered with a jovial, Oh, it's Uncle House over Yeah, it's Uncle House. Oh, it's Uncle House. Uncle House, I love you. Oh, I love you, too. Oh, thanks, man. That's hey. so nice of you. It's been so long. I got my boy here, and my, my wife left me 30 years ago. Oh, Uncle House, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, it's okay, baby. Um, <laughs> hey, we got here. Oh, you're the doing people staying at the cabin. Yeah, 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 we here, we here. Oh, you're um, at the cabin up there, up there. No, don't mind my truck, none. No. Hope it's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. Don't mind my truck. I use that to export my my livestock, my animals down here on the farm at the bottom of the mountain, but I done left it up there. It stalled the last time I was here. <laughs> and, uh... And uh, I left all my tools in my shed, and I realized I left my shed locked. So no, that's, that's no. I hope that's no problem to you as well. And I just, I want to make note of just one thing here when I'm talking to you. Uh, I've been, I've been counting with my boy. Uh, we've had an unfortunate amount of deaths brought to our livestock. I got a, a bunch of sheep, a bunch of goat, and some cows and piggies. I've been finding them. Uh, mangled and you know dead all over my property over the last couple weeks I'm just tell you be careful walking out there in those woods if you do happen to come across anything particular of nature feel free to give me a call I'll give you a t I'll talk to you about it I'll make sure you're okay might even send my boy on up there check things out for you it's, that's up to you though so uh, you know, let me know if you need anything. I love you, baby. And he hangs up. Before he hangs up, I, sure. saw, I ask a little more about his wife. I want to kind of like sit down and talk to him for like five minutes. Oh, he's a little Barbara. Hey, oh. Terry, is that Uncle Hoss? Oh, yeah, it's Uncle Hoss. Oh, tell him I say hi. Oh, hey, baby. I don't know who that is, but it sounds like a good old boy. Now, so let me tell you about my wife. My bitch ex-wife, Barbara. Now she had a mouth like a Hoover. You ever been to, you ever been to the Blue Ridge Mountains, North Carolina? Well, you ever been there? It's no. a beautiful place. Let me tell you oh, about man. it. When I went there with my my wife, Barbara. Now let me tell you, we we were stationed in a camper up there, and we did we did often copulate. So I find myself up there in Blue Woods. We check, oh, we track across you're, America, and let me tell me you, chub. let me tell you, just as the mountain, just as the mountains in the morning dawn does break, I found myself with morning wood in that direction. And let me tell you, that yeah. bitch Bobber, she took care of that real well. She put, she latched on like a sea what? urchin, and, and I could not get her off of it until I was full to the completion of bursting of which she definitely did hop out of our our trailer and wash herself likely outside before joining me back in bed but let me tell you it's one of the best times i ever had with her trekking across america you ever been to the grand canyon before now now uncle Haas, i'm gonna stop you there before i'm glad before i i cream it Cream out of cream in my pants. Oh, that's Because nice. this story's fucking hot. Oh, that's um, nice. 
You have a good weekend. Oh, that's that's nice. Thank you. We'll contact you if uh, anything happens or if we kill one of our friends named. What was that? Nothing. What was that at the end there? You Don't said something about, about killing it. someone. Don't make me send my boy up there. I'll send him. I'm nah, right there. we're kidding. <laughs> now he's a good boy, so he check up on you. But I can't have y'all killing each other. No, nah, that's nah. crazy. We ain't gonna do that's that. That's crazy talk that's up crazy there. That's crazy talk. Yeah, buddy. Now you take care. Now you let me know if you need anything. Yeah, what a. Let me just slam the phone down really hard. Okay. I'm gonna say your turn ends there. You've done a lot of shit. No, I was gonna go check the fridge again. <laughs> no, I, unfortunately, I'm not giving you that ability. What was it? Uh, just chocolate milk? Chocolate milk and leftovers. And a takeout uh, food leftovers. container that he Take did out. not open. Gotcha. Um, Deputy Dewey, where are you? What Ooh, are you doing? I am out of the lake thanks to Strawberry Shortcake. Oh yeah, Mike's there. Hey, I'm Mike. Yep. So I'm just gonna like take a like a quick swig of my water, maybe two, maybe try and calm my nerves a little bit because I've had your nerves are calm. I've had a doozy of a day thus you far, have. and I look at Mike and I'm just like, Mike, you ever have one of those days where just like everything's going against you? It's funny you say that. Oh. Because I've almost find myself. Don't trigger this. Stuck in a cycle of days <laughs> like that, almost. Uh oh, are you are you Groundhog Daying? Are you Bill Murraying? Uh, not clickers of pens over there. Come on, guys, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, not Groundhog Day. No, no, I'd comp compare it more to Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> well, that's not good. No, and I'm naked. Well, I'm having a bad day. You're having a bad day, and you're naked. I'm having a bad. Life and he smiles and he gun hands you. <laughs> After? Wait, do you know? I mean, I think I had a near death experience recently, so I'm, I'm starting to pick up certain vibes around here. No, I mean, do you know? And he leans in on you a little bit. Do you know I'm thinking something with this lake has something to do with you. He lowers his glasses, and all you see are a bright bright light emitting from his eyes and he and he Sonic edges claps. and he edges his glasses back I'm up looking in the deadlights and he says uh yeah let's say that not all the stuff that happens around here is good and let me be an example of that okay so i personally have read this story i know that his body is somewhere at the bottom of the lake and if i want to swim down there i can but I don't want to do that, because I'm already pretty fucked up. So... You had those kids. Wait, you're talking about my body at the bottom <laughs> of this lake? What? Uh, this is inner monologuing here. Please <laughs> okay. get out That's of my head. <laughs> <sighs> I say, well, Mike, if there's nothing I can do for you, I think I should probably try and find my friends. Oh, that makes sense. I wish I could fucking leave. Uh, but, you know, uh, be, be careful. Uh, do you do anything to Mike as you leave? I try and pat his back and say, have a good one, bud. The minute you try to pat his back, you realize your hand goes through him completely. He begins pulling his eyes. Uh, pat him on the back, he's <laughs> uh, It's then that he turns around and he says, oh yeah, I'm a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know. Alright, so, with that done, I'm gonna head back towards this way. Did he lock the truck? To my knowledge, the window's broken. He broke the window. Okay. Can... I'm gonna try and turn on the headlights. Do the headlights work? Sure. I'm just gonna assume that it's gonna be dark out soon. So I'm just gonna turn on the headlights just to have some more light outside. Headlights are on. 
Cool. I mean, I would do it on our car too, but that might kill the battery, so I'm not gonna do that. Okay, headlights are on. I'll head over to the shack. I will pick up the shovel. The shovel. Fuck. Nothing happened? Cool. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm looking. I didn't trust the graphics. I, to see. I don't think anything paper. happens now. I think the shovel is a part of something else. Okay. But is it, it is in your in, it is a part of something else. But it is in your inventory. So if you were to trigger something else, it would it would depend. Um, but anyway, you you have a shovel. Cool. You may continue. Heading on over to the area. Where are you headed? I'm going on inside oh, the house. You're going inside. So on your left, you do notice the big window out front that does look kind of directly at your car. The old TV, the fireplace, the phone. The love seat, strawberry shortcakes in that bedroom. There's another bedroom off to the right. There's stairs downstairs, upstairs, into the kitchen to your left. You see Harold Heavy Hands strapping himself with knives. <laughs> God damn it, Harold. Uh, I'm gonna try the bathroom in the kitchen, if you don't mind. You walk in and smell the shit that yep. Terry the Tickler took in there. Lovely. Is there a medicine cabinet anywhere? There is not. Okay, leaving that there. I'll go upstairs. You head upstairs and you're met at the blue carpet and you look directly across the mirror. There's a ladder to your right. You do see some shadows coming from the attic. Someone might be up there. Um, there is a bright light up there, which is why uh, you see the shadow moving around. Oh, you also just heard some music kind of cut off there too. So there's almost some, some ruckus coming from upstairs. On your right stretches down a very long hallway into some shadow. You can't really make out what's over there. Um, that page is technically overturned, but let's just leave it that way. It's fine. Um, Wait, it informs you about bedroom? the bathroom and the master bedroom on your right. You know that there's a bedroom for kids all the way at the back at the left. Um, and uh, there is something at the end of that hallway as well, but you can't make out through the distance. On the left is a slammed shut door, but you do know that there's also supposed to be an office on property. Okay. I'm going to head towards the master bedroom. You head into the master bedroom on your right, uh, across from the bathroom, and the first thing you see when you enter the room is a ornate bell sitting on top of a shelf. You imagine it is probably for past servants or slash help. Um, and there's a closet on your right and a lavishly uh, put together king bed um, and across from it a painting of a woman uh, hanging off the wall and a private uh, uh, master bathroom that leads directly into the back. What's the master bedroom? Hmm. Do I want to check out that bed or do I want to go into the master Closet bathroom? bed painting bell bathroom. I'll go in that bathroom, too, since I'm on the lookout. You for head into the back of the bathroom, and the first thing you see as you're, as you're entering is a uh, locket or a chain of sorts <laughs> hanging from the tub spout. Oh. Um, and you do note that this is a huge, nice, porcelain, classic tub. This type of thing probably goes for thousands of dollars nowadays because this this thing is huge and original and probably existed over the last hundred years. Um, it doesn't ring to you as the shitty shower stalls that are in all the other bathrooms. Um, same type of toilet though, same type of sink, same type of mirror, no no backing, no medicine. Um, the locket hangs loosely from the spout on the, sh uh, the, the porcelain tub. I know it's going to do something. Do you? But I kind of want to grab it. that locket. Do you? Take know? it. It, what dude. do you what do you think it's going to do and fucking do it, pussy? <laughs> <laughs> well, 
I'm gonna fill the tub first, and I'm gonna take a bath. With the locket still hanging. With the that? locket still hanging. Okay. When, when you fill the I'm bath. I'm on vacation, motherfucker. When bath you fill time. the bath and get inside, um, shit, those thirty. Uh, when you sit into the bath, um, and you and you you do you turn on the cold steel handles, running them both in opposite directions. The bath fills very fast. It's a wide faucet, so the, the water pours out, and the hotter is so much overpowering the colder that it just immediately fills the room with steam and and fog. But oh, you you are comfortable. You are comfy. You you take off all your clothes and you, you jump into the tub and it's like oh this feels so nice and you lay back and you stretch your head over the lip of the tub and the porcelain kind of just molds to your flesh so perfectly and um, you do note that the chain of the locket does dangle from the spout as the water kind of gets filled um, and an image pops directly into your brain of a beautiful woman with long black hair in the same position as you. Oh, it almost yeah. feels like she might even be there with you. Oh, no. <laughs> and her hair spills over the back of the tub, and as quick as you have the thought, it is gone. Mm-hmm. Well, that was a nice thought. I'm just going to stay in this tub. I'll, I'll end my turn there. Harold, you are strapping yourself with shit from drawers in the kitchen. Just the bottom drawers. He hasn't looked at the top. And I'm not going to. I sprint outside. (laughs) Out the back door? No, out the front door. Out the front door. And I'm running by everybody and I'm screaming, Bev, I'm coming for you. (laughs) Oh, shit. They have no clue who you're talking about. (laughs) Bevy. (laughs) Bevy, I come. I get in the car we drove in on. <laughs> I start it up. He's still got the keys. He drove us here. He checked Fuck, with me. Dude. <laughs> you start the keys. And, and he also start, has the truck keys. The car with the keys that you have. I roll down my window and I start. The truck keys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I start oh. spinning around in a donut, yelling Bev. You're doing donuts, yelling Bev. <laughs> and uh, I just can you roll? Can you roll for your donut <laughs> for your donut driving skill? <laughs> and no, let it fall. <laughs> Three. It's moderate. Okay. It's not like then badass. I speed off in this direction. <laughs> in the car? <laughs> yeah, I'm going down the trail. It's like a footpath. No, uh, I'm gonna say right. the, the trails are for hiking. They are filled with stones and gravel. You cannot ah. fit the the car down ah, that way. Shit. At least, at least not here. You, you're under the impression that maybe these were first cleared. By cars and trucks, you know, deforestation, you know, to to make the trail, but they haven't been upkept very well. Uh, the 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 dirt path has more so uh, been equated to rocks. It's it's it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same as where, the lot that you're driving on right now. Okay. The, the car simply won't fit. And then and then I just have sheer curiosity, so I say. Uh, let me stop donutting for a second. Great. And let me point at the bridge, and I drive. I try to drive across the bridge. You are not leaving, uh, as you know that you have friends at this cabin, and you're not leaving. Them. But out of sheer curiosity. Out of sheer curiosity, you turn around, as you are not leaving your friends at this cabin. Okay, but I never <laughs> said I wasn't coming back. I'm just seeing what happens if I drive over. You the bridge. drive over the bridge and you drive back. Okay. Jacob. So we can leave. 
I guess. But you won't leave. No. Um. Hmm. I start thinking to myself, where is Bev? I know she's no one here. Check the mountain. There, the, Mount the east, Beverly. the east and northeast have not been. Haley Joel Osman told me she was up here. I sprint back in the house. In the car still. No, I get out of the car. I take the keys with me. Guards <laughs> the house, killing us all. I sprint into the basement. The Bevsman. You go into the basement. And I say, Beverly. <laughs> Sorry, I don't remember what point he became deranged. Fuck. This <laughs> <laughs> the part where he started taping knives to himself. My main like, go at the first part where he ran into the gas station and pissed <laughs> on the floor. Well, he saw a cowboy. Me. I'm a cowboy. On your way heading down the stairs, um, before you even get there, as you do head down the stairs, it is completely black. Um, you are unnerved by just how dark it is down there, but when you reach the bottom, you do see a light switch on the left-hand side, and you do toggle it, and immediately to your right uh, at the work desk... Is um, Bev? ...is a man... Uh-huh. who is facing away from you, and he appears to be chopping and sawing something. I don't like the and point when, where we're told nothing got triggered yet. And when you do that, that was the case a while ago. That is no longer the case. When you look at the man, he does become aware of your presence, and he turns around, and he he laughs, and he smiles, and he nods, as it's become aware that he is cutting and chopping meat and, it's, and the, the smell of the room wafts into your nose. The light flickers. The man is gone. So is the meat and the blood and the smell. Damn, I say, I say, hey, wait. Have you seen Bev? Uh, I need you to roll sanity. Oh. Crit fail? Yeah. <laughs> Mark yourself down a, a mental health. Okay. Um... You, you're you not able to shake the smell or the smile of the man and his rotting meat. But, I'm, fuck, gonna, but I'm gonna say that he for the sake of the game that you are in the basement now. Uh, you, you were not like scared enough to like flee upstairs. So there's a storage door off to your left that you haven't opened. In front of you is a work desk, and on the right is like a tool desk, both of which can be accessed. Uh, or you can open the door to your left and go inside the storage space. Mm. I could tell you the things that are on the desks if you approach them, and they also have multiple drawers. Desk. Work or office desk? Uh, work. On the very front of... Uh, uh, on the desk, like very close to you, um, is a metal number one with a hole missing, and it strikes you as like an address decal, like a metal letter that is meant to hang on like a mailbox or a front door. There is a piece of chalk and uh, an ultraviolet light hanging from the desk. Uh, and then there's also a pair of binoculars and a jar of quarters. Mm. Mm. Uh, you, there are also multiple drawers should you try to open them. There's 
I close my eyes and dart my hand out of a random drawer. Roll for me, then. So that I, <laughs> so that I can decide which one. One. You go for the bottom drawer, the biggest one, it's locked. Oh. You do see that there's a little lock hole. I'm going to tell you it has the opportunity to be picked. Um, I attempt to pick it with my knife hand. Roll. Okay. Because it's impossible. <laughs> if he rolls a six, I won't question it. One. One. It's three in a row. <laughs> I think it's time to hurt yourself. Maybe it's worse than he With your it. fucking knife hand. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say that you, um, because you critically failed, you have uh, dislodged and chipped that blade completely to the point where it no longer has a point and would hurt anyone. So you would need to strike that out of your inventory. Okay. Um, I take my butcher knife off my shoulder and strap Wait, it there instead. It was, it was like on the elbow, I thought. Yeah, I'll that's fine. I will still allow you to continue your turn simply because you haven't actually like done anything yet. So I've got a really good butcher knife on my right hand now. <clears throat> um, a six is totally coming next. Yeah, I'll just go to the fucking the storage. things that are locked need a six to open. So unless oh. you have keys for them, yeah, I'm just gonna go to storage. You walk into the storage, and off to your left is a pile of debris, uh, flooring tiles, roofing tiles. Is uh, it's just rubble, but you know it, there might be something there. Um, in the pile off to the left, uh, you do note. Uh, a long box with a VCR player on top and what appears to be a box of tapes underneath it. An old arcade cabinet. It is not plugged in. A strange metal cabinet in the corner of the room. And a camping backpack off to your right. Metal cabinet? You walk over to the metal cabinet. Um, that, that kind of... Um, let's just say it is... Uh, waist, like foot to waist length, so maybe like a yard long and um, it is completely locked and on top of it is strangely enough a digital pad code and you could tell that you have to input a four digit lock and when you go and you run your hand on it, it just says like access denied. I can tell you what the um, I can tell you what the top of the crate says though. Okay. And I, and I want you to draw a symbol down for me. Okay. You see this symbol on the crate. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. And on the top of it, uh, in almost a, a title card kind of placement for the box, it says XJ332, authorize access only. Strawberry. Well, you're writing down information you don't oh, have. Things that I might have overheard. <laughs> you are less sane, you son of a bitch. Yes, I can, I can, you're reading. Uh, all I am going to end your turn there you. uh, with the, the metal crate in the basement. Uh, Strawberry Shortcake, you are freaked out in the guest bedroom. There's the closet and there's the bed. Yep. What are you doing? Where are you going? There's also, is there anything in that dresser? There is not. Okay, so then I'm gonna look in and or under the bed. Just so it's actually it a series of events. What actually happens uh -oh. is you sit down on the bed, and as you're kind of bouncing and feeling, you know, the, the softness out. and the general ply of it, you 
feel a sensation of sorts, like you're not alone. And um, I need you to roll, uh, and, and if you are scared, roll, I am scared. roll two in that case. I'm so scared. And that is a two. With this feeling, with this sensation, the bottom of your right foot tickles almost as something cold, wet, and slimy runs the length of your big toe all the way back to your heel and disappears. And my follow-up question is, do you check under the bed? Uh, yeah. I'd stay, like, seated on the bed, but sort of look. I'm just asking from if you look. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking it a look. It doesn't matter from what position. Yeah, I'm you find I'm nothing down there. Uh, I'd grant you a brave, but let's just put your scared back into the bag. Yeah. There is, there is nothing there. You have no idea what cold, wet, and slimy thing ran past your foot. And I'm going to do this once. I liked what you did. <laughs> it I'm, doesn't get over I... on the podcast. Ah, oh, damn. That's fine. So, um, the, your turn continues. Okay, cool. Listen, that would be quick. Uh, let me check it the would closet be, uh, you were spooked, but that's, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give you I'm more spooky opportunity. Boy. Uh, walk over to the closet, and I need you to roll a die for me. Oh, jeez. That's a four. You open it, and you find nothing inside. All right. And then saunter over to Guess the other two? bedroom in the ground floor. There's a bed, and instinctively you look underneath it. There is nothing there. Um, and, and there is a closet, and there is also uh, something on the counter which strikes you as a radio. It is able to be turned on, and the closet can be inspected. I'm going to check the closet first. Uh, roll to open the closet. Oh. That's two. Uh, I'll give you an option. Do you want a scared or do you want a mental damage? Damage doesn't affect your dice rolls, but it hurts. Yeah. And a scared affects all of your dice rolls. I think rolls. I'm going to take the mental damage. You may take a mental damage because guess what? What what happens when you open the closet door? That fucking grumpus? No, a skeleton pops out. Oh, no. <laughs> it waves There's its arms. There's a skeleton in the closet. <laughs> it waves its arms and falls on the floor. You have no idea why there was a skeleton in that closet. Yikes. Human You've been skeleton? duded is a human skeleton that wiggles and falls to the ground. Yikes. It does nothing but cause you mental anguish. Fucking Uncle Haas. Uh, right. When you look into the closet, you do see a large orange parka. Do you choose to put it take on? it and or wear it? Yeah, I'm going to put that thing on. You put on the parka, and next to status, I want you to put the word yep. lucky. Lucky. Nice. There's a patch on the right arm that says Antarctica Crew Team. It is very warm. It makes you feel very safe, comfortable, and protected. And um, I'm also going to say, yeah, the, the lucky thing kind of resides within the warmth. And you kind of pull up the fur-lined hood and pull it back, and you're just like, man, it's a nice jacket. And I will end your turn there. Lucky thing, bitch. Yeah. A cool thing to find. Mm-hmm. Very went, thingy. Ow! It's actually from a completely unrelated story. It's not okay. with a different Antarctic jacket. <laughs> different Antarctic <laughs> jacket. There's a story that is called I Regret Ever Working in the South Pole. Oh, as long as and it's it not is, I Regret Ever is, Putting on This Part. It is red. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, <laughs> it is red by Tenron Otrin. Okay. Uh, it is where, where I'm at. You are in the attic. You have finished listening to 
Tilly Tilly Balm on cassette, which has been rewound and kept perfect for you. Um, you do make note again of the uh, box of uh, stuff to your left, which appears to be babyish, boxes of stuff to your right, which appears to be childish and adolescent. Uh, storage for what you imagine is the leftover kids stuff. There is a large wooden crate on your left, rectangular in size, a blanket over a structure on your right, and a creature of sorts standing next to the window looking outside. Yo, go pee on that creature. Um, yeah. oh, the creature's inside the room with you, just staring yes. out. <laughs> Holy fuck. I, I it, knows, it knows you are there. It yeah. has not addressed you because you have not addressed it. Just casually playing a fucking boot box behind <laughs> so, this creature. Do you want me to list everything again? No, I want to start a fire. I'm going From to advise the fucking against. Attic. I'm going to advise against that. We're also not in a combat scenario, so I would most likely deny your attempts. Um. It is daytime. You guys are not actively in danger. You can go outside and start a fire. <laughs> you could go to the fireplace and start a go fire, fireplace. but there is no reason. Right, I mean, there is no reason it. for you in a wooden attic full of cardboard boxes and a small furry creature. Yeah, am I going to allow you to start a fire? I guess I'll uh, I'll go poke the little furry dude. My my, how tall is he? Hold on. Oh, before he's, I, he's less than a foot tall. He almost reminds you of a furby. Yeah, okay, let me poke him with my little, like, real gently with my toe. What's very funny is that uh, Gestalt yesterday said, Mark my, it's not. It's not, oh. a, it's not a ground. No gizmo. In any way, shape, or form. As you get closer to it, it literally turns around and it goes, Ah, oh, where am I? <gasps> nice. You're right here. <laughs> nice to meet you. Pleasure's all mine. Oh, distinguished, distinguished, and then not, you know, nods its head as I am Mr. Wide Mouth. Mm. Kill it. And he introduces himself. Kill a fucking fire. And he says, and he, he says, he says, interesting thing about the tune you just played. I can tell you about it if you like for. Let's say a drop of blood. Do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Do it. Don't. I told you. Give him your blood. That's one of my stories. <laughs> Just a drop. You, how many drops do you think <laughs> you have? Is this a vote? I say left. I got millions no, of drops. No, 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 no. It's his decision. It's one of my stories. I, um, I'm telling you. Blood him up. You don't remember that much about Mr. Widemouth, do you? He's not all, he's not all, you know. He's not all dead. If he turned around and attacked you, you might have a reason to not trust him. But he's talking to you. Let's, let's, um. You know, it's Audrey too, yeah. I got my little razor blade, right? I'm gonna pop out a knife and you. my finger You do have to take one physical damage. Sure. In order to talk to him. Now, you prick your finger. The blood is falling from your hand, but before it hits the baseboard, a large, uncouth tongue unfurls from Mr. Widemouth's mouth, and snake-like goes along the floor and catches the drop of blood before it hits the baseboard, curls back up like a, like a chameleon's tongue back into yeah. his mouth, and he says... Thank you so much. It's been Is so long. It's been so long since I've seen anyone and quite hospitable, quite hospitable indeed. So about this song. T 
Tilly Tilly Bomb, the song that played on the cassette in the boom box that you just received, has the power to eliminate evil. Hence why I'm still here. <laughs> and it does giggle. And it makes note that if it was, if I were less than distinguishable, you might say that I would abhor hearing something along those lines, that I might scurry out of here never to be seen again. But uh, this information I pass along to you gratefully, so use it wisely. Okay. Do you have any other questions? Any questions? <laughs> uh, where is everyone else right now? I know for a fact that one of your friends is bathing in a tub and they are going to regret it, regret it very soon. <laughs> there is someone in the basement trying to open a crate that cannot be opened. Oh, he's answering that for you. Okay, cool. There is someone in the basement that is opening up a crate that cannot be opened, but the, the clues uh, that the keypad is available somewhere in this Asking house. Ask where Beverly is. There is someone who has just received... Has just received a very nice present from the house, and they are currently wearing it. And then the last person has dialed the most hospitable of house owners standing next to the phone in the living room. And he smiles very wide. I totally triggered the bad guy. Widely and toothily, he smiles up at you. He does kind of look like a little button-nosed little mouth like, like, like that spreads real wide um, furry ears kind of docile like like a little furby no beak little button nose okay. you are allowed to continue conversing with him Mr. Widemouth is yeah. an NPC of sorts he has a price for his knowledge but he can be addressed even further into the night uh, he won't leave unless you do something to him or, you know, talk to him about certain things. So I, I have to give him more blood for one more question? Or what's depends, the exchange rate? Depends on the question. Okay. Uh, where's the most dangerous place in the area? <laughs> you're, you're here, aren't you? Perfect. He's not saying the attic. He kind of... Yeah. You've come to the wrong place, my friend. But if you want to know something more specific, I can tell you what you absolutely do not want to do. Yeah, that one. Go ahead. Lay it on me. It'll cost you. Prick, prick. I put two, two, two drops down. Strike it for another physical, one physical health. I'm gonna go fuck this dude in his wide mouth. <laughs> I'm hoping so, man. Strap a knife to your dick first. <laughs> I'm, really, I'm really glad that that is, that that is your first thought. And that's, what want, and that's what you want to do right now. <laughs> I'm glad you fuck a Furby's <laughs> Well, I want to, one, ask it where the fuck Beverly is, and then... You have no idea it's up there or what it's doing, so I can't inherently let you go up to the attic and ask it questions right now. I'll get there. So... That's for certain. You have to discover it organically. I'm not allowing you to go up there if you if you act like you know what's going on right now. Eventually so, um, I'll be up there, though, that's for sure. 
So uh, he again catches your drop of blood on his tongue and furls it back into his mouth and says, Something dark watches this house. Otherworldly and magnanimous. He comes and he goes from, from tree to tree, from person to person. He watches from the distance, ever slowly encroaching on his victims. Uh, let me tell you to stay away from the smell in the north of the woods, and perhaps make note of specific symbols you may see among the trees, as they might be the only thing that can protect you from... And he leans forward him and leans back. Okay. I'm going to say your turn ends there yeah. unless you want to ask him okay. something else. I got what I needed. Because now you're going to go there, aren't you? Oh, yeah. You're a son, of a, a, you're a, son of a bitch. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Terry the Tickler, you just took a shit, you walked and you talked to Uncle Haas on the phone. Um... Yeah, so I'm in I'm in that area. Uh, You're in the living room. I call Uncle Haas back up real quick. Oh my god. Oh, hey there, baby. What's you doing out there in the south? Things going. Hey, Uncle Haas. Um, listen. Um, any good pizza places nearby? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're on a mountain, boy. Oh. Yeah, Italians live on mountains. Let me let me ask you a question in return. What's your pizza? <laughs> um, dough with red sauce, cheese. Oh, that sounds good. I know, right? <laughs> I'll make it for you next time. Oh, that's real sweet of you. Uh, next weekend. Oh, you gonna come up here again? No, you. I'll visit you. Oh, you come you come to my house? Yeah, yeah. I bring you bring your lamps to my house. I bring my lamps to your house. Yeah, sure, why not? Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Hey, uh, Uncle Haas, quick question. Um, yeah. Baby. I noticed uh, there's some food in the fridge. Oh, the food? Oh, I did. I done left that stuff there. That's fine. You can have it. Okay. Cool. 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 Um, might not be good though. You might want to check it. How do you feel about the Chinese? <laughs> As a people? <laughs> uh, sorry, Uncle Haas. I gotta go. I'm not feeling too well. Talk to you later. All right, baby. I'll, I'll call you before I'll... I go to bed. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go check out the leftovers in the fridge. You go back to the fridge and you open it up. Um, there is... <laughs> there is... There is a chocolate milk bottle to your left... And a takeout food container on your right. Uh, check out the takeout food container. Let's see what see you what act, we're working you, with. You want to look at it? In the meta gaming sense, so like I, I have a feeling what the chocolate milk leads to. So like, you would, yeah. in the meta gaming sense, Sadly. exactly know what that is. Yeah. So like. So you look at the food avoidance. container. Do it. You look at the food container and you open it up and it appears to be spaghetti and meatballs. Oh. And it smells. Delicious. You can tell it's fresh. How far does the smell travel throughout the It's house? only in the kitchen. It's <laughs> about to run down the steps. It's only in Maybe the kitchen. If anyone, if anyone 
Uh, Strawberry Shortcake is the only uh, one who gets a very clean whiff of tomato sauce. Okay, cool. Uh, I get very Gollum-like, and I hold it and try to protect it. I am going Uncle's to tell you that you can either eat it right now or put it in your inventory, because it is in a nice little milk container. Uncle, so Uncle Haas doesn't know what fucking pizza is, but he's got spaghetti, he spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to leave it in the fridge, but I'm going to go lock the door. You're leaving it in the fridge. I don't like when you fuck with me like that. I'm asking you if you pick up... You picked up the item, you saw it was spaghetti and meatballs, and you just go, oh, nice, you put it back in the fridge. <laughs> no, I ask because you're wasting my time. <laughs> you're just looking at things, you don't do anything. It's not my food. Uh, also, fine, way, I'll put a, it in my inventory. There's a little Add spaghetti and meatballs to your inventory. Hell yeah, my boy. You can strangle somebody with... I'm going to. I'm going to have the spaghetti and meatballs. As you close the fridge, you do make note of the gap in between the wall and the fridge, and you also notice that there's a cabinet that hasn't been opened on your left. Um, and there's also a back door with a window behind you. Yeah, I'm going to the back door. I'll look at the cabinet. You're going to the cabinet? Yeah, why not? Okay, this one is very particular. Oh, no. <laughs> you open the cabinet, and when you first look inside... Dust, cobwebs, completely empty. Strange, because the cabinet is probably two feet tall. Doesn't make any fucking sense. There's not even a fucking shelving unit in there. So, when I tell you that you open it, <coughs> you open it and you don't see anything in there. Your hand is still on the handle and you close it. But for the life of you, as you hold on to that handle, maybe it's the warmth of your hand, or just something, a tingle, a sensation that goes throughout your body... But you're thinking in your head, what do you wish was in this cabinet? You want to know? What do you wish was in this cabinet? Hot dogs. Fuck. <laughs> I'm asking you. No one else talk. No one else make any suggestions. You're not there. Beverly. I'm asking a thing. There can no no person would be inside this cabinet. Oh. Uh, nine millimeter. A nine millimeter gun? Yeah. <laughs> Map to Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you regret not checking his cabinet now? Uh, so, um, let me look up a nine millimeter real quick. Uh, Glock. A Just, Glock? Yeah, why not Glock? Like a, like a handgun. Just yeah, a handgun, yeah. yeah. You open up the cabinet and mystically to your fucking. You what? There is a nine millimeter Glock sitting in the cabinet. Oh, sweet. Do you want it? Get that gas. You <laughs> the Glock that you just fought into existence. It was your greatest wish. <laughs> I asked you what you wanted. You said Glock. Now it's there. <laughs> do you want to close the cabinet or do you take it? Yeah, I'll take it. Add the Glock to your engine. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Your, your turn ends there. Guns, <laughs> guns work very specifically, so when you want to use it, you have to tell me. Okay. Uh, how many rounds do I have? Six. Okay. Uh, Deputy Dewey, it's your turn. All right. So I've been soaking for a while. Feel nice and clean. And I look at yeah, that. That's the word for it. Men don't <laughs> take baths. I look they at that. Uh, what, what is it again? It's a like a bracelet. There's a locket. Locket. Hanging from the faucet. What does it look Shove like? Shove it up your ass. Silver. Silver. Okay. And it can be opened. Okay. So I look at it and I go, "Danger is my middle name." Right in there. And I say, "Well, this is for you, Mike." And I stand up. <laughs> Hang that dong. <laughs> and I look at my shovel. You know. 
pick that bad boy up. Stare at it. But damage is my game, and I fucking golf club swing at this fucking locket. Just roll to see to if anything happens. Roll to smack the locket with your shovel. Because I'm scared still. Disadvantage. Isn't the locket hanging on a yeah, pipe or something? Yeah, it's on the it's hanging on the faucet. <laughs> fuck up this pipe. Oh, I'm 100%. On we are not getting the security <laughs> deposit back. Uh, somebody <laughs> broke a window earlier. The funniest thing, the funniest thing about that statement with. is Django said the entire thing yesterday as multiple people are like breaking things, <laughs> ripping cords out of walls. We are not getting the security Damn deposit it. back. Two. Um, but two. In college, I I really I really got to stop being scared. Night. This At is killing me. Security deposit. You smack the locket and it does go flying off of the faucet, but it bangs against the wall, hits the floor, and opens. And Ooh. you do you do make out and see the picture of a beautiful woman with long black hair. She strikes you as Japanese, <laughs> and on the left hand side, two Japanese characters that have been carved. Okay. Uh, ornamentally into the left hand side. You, as Deputy Dewey, do not speak Japanese, but the woman does strike you as a looker. Nice. Alright, well, because of that, I'll put back on my. And clothes. she also matches the image that, that came into your head of the beautiful naked woman soaking in the tube. Makes sense. I'll put on my clothes, <laughs> put on my backpack. As I'll... you get out of the tub, you are hit with a wave of. Sleepiness. Oh no. You done feel tired after your nice old warm bath. You feel cuddly. Uh, I'm gonna ask that you write down status. Sleepy. Tired. Oh, it's a sleepy. Boy. Or sleepy. I'll take either. Okay. You may do your turn. In I'm gonna the, pick it up. Fuck it. Go in, all in. Pick up the locket? Yeah. You pick up the locket, add it to your inventory. Okay. Uh, you walk into the, the main bedroom, you do see the big bed, the bell on the counter, the closet, and the painting of a woman on your right. I'm gonna look at the painting, just to see if it looks like my locket when, lady. When you look at the painting, you immediately realize that it is the same woman from the locket. Hey! Um, but her stare is far colder, and she also appears as much older. Hmm. Um, it is uh, hand-painted, and... The brushwork, the oil work, is fantastic. It's so real, so okay. vivid. And when you do look at it, you realize that um, she is almost uh, gesturing, invitingly, um, handing you an orange. Um, now, I'm going to ask a question, which, you know, when it runs past your brain, doesn't seem very reasonable. Um, but do you reach out your hand and try to accept the orange? I use the locket, and I reach out with the locket to attempt to trade. You know what? Django tried to do the same fucking thing, except he described it as Indiana Jonesing. Oh, no, no, I'm straight up giving it to her, because I, I feel like it's her property, so, or somebody that she cares about So let's about say you go first, the locket hits the painting and falls onto the floor. There's there's no there's no transaction involved. Okay. But when you go to receive the orange, I do want you to put down orange in your inventory because otherworldly like it pops out of the painting, the woman's hand is now empty, and a smile stretches across her face. Okay. It's bless weird. You. It's <clears throat> bless you. It is a weird smile because her eyes remain apathetic. 
I just keep fucking up more and more. But uh, the smile, <laughs> but the smile does come across. Oh boy! It's like smiling without your eyes. Well, I might as well pick that locket back up since you refused that. Uh, you can add it back to your inventory. Okay, and I am sleepy, and there is a bed there. You tell me. I'm not gonna make you go to bed. No. I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you add the the, the orange? Yeah. To your inventory? Yeah, I have the okay. orange, and you I have the. You climb into the bed all cold, all warm and snuggly like, and, and, and you and you get into those multiple uh, oh, multiple yeah. ply Egyptian cotton. I'm having linens. a great vacation. This guys. is this is the most luxurious bed in the house, and you fucking recognize it, and you you are very much so a fan of I it. Am it a feels like you're sleeping on cloud nine, buddy. And uh, you do uh, come to a slumber. Uh, past turns to Harold Heavyhand. I'll leave up here. I, I, go, I go to the living room and start looking around. Are you physically sitting down on the couch in the living room? No. <laughs> I have like, to ask. Oh. I and have then, to ask. In I, the living room, there is an old TV, a fireplace that looks like it hasn't been used in forever, the love seat couch, which I just asked if you were going to sit on, or the lazy boy, and the big old window that does point out front. I say, uh, I hear rustling around in the kitchen. Terry, Terry, Terry rustling around. I say, hey, hey, Terry, what you doing in here? Fuck off! All right, <laughs> that's a so genuine reaction. <laughs> Hot take. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'm going right back. As he cocks the gun in his hand. <clears throat> <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> Red beams coming out of my eyes as I look at you. <laughs> Nani? I guess I don't know, but I don't think anybody's been here before. You walk up the stairs and you do go to open um, oh, okay. the was door that was kind that was uh, slammed. Who was the first one up the stairs? Was that? Where am I? Where am I? Yeah. yeah. So you don't know why this door was slammed, but when you open it, uh, you don't recognize anything. That, okay. was, that was off about it. This room does uh, look like an office. Right in front of you is a shelf adorned with many books, a ship and a bottle, a couple uh, rolls of uh, tapestries, scrolls-looking things. Uh, off to the right is a wet bar with a, uh, a one single bottle, because the rest are all empty. The bed off to your right. Uh, to the left, there is also a closet and a work desk where a computer adorns the top, and there are multiple desk drawers as well. The computer can be accessed for more stuff, as can the library for the multiple books and stuff. Wow. All right. So I, I wander across the room, and I'm, I'm like, crying because the books are reminding me of Bev. And I grab... I'm crying. They should. <laughs> Because when you look at the bookcase, you see various Stephen King novels. Oh, shit. And I grab... You said it's a ship in a bottle? There is a ship on ship in a bottle on the, uh, the library shelf. I grab it, and out of my frustration, I throw it against the wall, smashing it to pieces. Well, you're interacting with it first when you pick it up. <laughs> when you pick it up, something happens, and I, I will dictate whether or not uh, you will then smash it. Leave me alone in my grief. Beverly. I feel like there's so much backstory to your Bev that wasn't explained what? well enough yet. When you look at the ship in the bottle, upon closer inspection, it's marked as the USS Eldridge. Um, it looks incredibly we uh, real, almost made out of metal and warped in certain places. The water inside is also real, and it slushes around in the bottle. 
weirdly <coughs> enough, the ship looks like, uh, it looks odd, to say the least, and there are, um, let's just say what look like tiny people running all across the, the oh. top deck and the, and the bottom parts of it as well. You notice things moving around. It looks, it might be a trick of the eye. This might be a very complex looking bottle, but to your notion, it does strike you as uh, otherworldly, and I do need you to roll uh, mental on the table. Oh, you went from a six to a one, boy. I need you to take one <laughs> mental damage as it strikes you as otherworldly in a deeply unsettling way, and then you hurl it across the room and break the bottle with sending uh, sending water and the boat crumbling to pieces. In the background, you hear... <laughs> I laugh like that. And you think nothing more of it. Okay. You are I still... You are still in the room. I go over to the bookcase. What are the books? Looking on the bookcase, there is a, uh, very specifically a book in Japanese characters with translation underneath it that says, Mythology, Spirits, and Lore. There is a tattered diary of sorts, a loose collection of papers that look strung together by hand with string, various Stephen King novels that you can look at, and a book... Uh, oddly enough, marked rituals and recipes. Mm, one of the Stephen King novels. So you look at the Stephen King novels and you smile because it reminds you of your dear sweet Bev. <laughs> <laughs> and where is she? And I need to ask you, at this moment, what's your favorite Stephen King book? Don't say the obvious one. <laughs> It because it has Bev. I'm gonna I'm gonna grant you the status of Bev, <laughs> where you feel as if her presence is there with you. Oh fuck yeah! You may write it down next to status on your. Phone. He's already <laughs> written a couple other statuses. Great. One of them. Well, I, I believe I remember them. Yes, high octane, <laughs> high and dry, hyped up. And highly anticipated. January, I'm now I want you to bitch. put <laughs> Bev. Now also Bev. Status of Bev. January, Empress. And um, also Bev. And, and because you actually named a Stephen King book, and you're not a poser, you may give yourself a brave token. Oh. Horror fiction, huh? Fun stuff. Ha <laughs> ha. And then we pass turns over to Strawberry Shortcake. Oh. I'm brave. I'm brave. <laughs> Can you put that as a status? Brave. <laughs> I'm going to turn on the radio in the room, man. Nice. Mexican radio. I'm going to give you some options. Turn it on and dial it up. Turn it on, dial it down. Like volume-wise or like seeking? Frequency. Hey, Terry, what are you doing there? <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I'll start scrolling upwards. And I'm okay. checking FM first. Okay, this one is a, this is a fun one. Foom. Yes, frequency modulated. Foom. I'm not sure if you know this song. Boom. Very specific song starts to play. Just another manic Monday. <laughs> I wish it was Sunday. No, it's this this very specific. That's the end, dude. Oh, dude, fuck yeah. 
You should know this song. I very familiar. It's a ring shirt. Oh, is it the unicorn one? Yeah. Yeah. Always I want to be with you. <laughs> I want you to roll mental for me. Are you scared or anything? No, I fucking love this song. Roll. <laughs> I didn't recognize it, but the Oh! Six. Grant yourself a brave. Brave! Who's the brave sack? I'm good. She's the brave sack. You notice with the song and how it makes you feel. Uh, you notice immediately outside the window next to the to the radio, a tree. A tree is rhythmically scratch, 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 scratch with the music that's playing. Vibing. So I want to ask you, do you open the window? Yeah. When you open the window, <laughs> I need you to physical check. Is it just one, or do I get an extra one because I'm brave? Or does it like do I you can choose to brave? Use brave? Does brave. it like use up that brave token? Then? It does. Then I'm gonna not. No. It's a four. The tree almost inhumanly goes <laughs> to grab you, uh, and you are reminded of the lyrics: "I always want to be with you." Be with you, be with you. It repeats in your head as the tree tries to grab you through the window. Like uh, you do, you do kind of finagle out of its grasp and close the window again. It does not grapple you. You did, you did beat it on the strength check. Um, I will allow you to continue your turn. To a tree with you, I'm gonna go out in the living room, sit on the couch. When you sit on the couch, the phone starts to ring. Yeah, you piss off answer Uncle Hoss, I'm coming for you. As they scoot over to the phone side of the couch. And I'll lift up the receipt. When you pick up the phone, and it's funny that you did this because you also did the skeleton pops out. <laughs> oh, no! This should be me. All these skelly boys. <laughs> um, but I've got my lucky park it. You do have a lucky podcast. Strawberry skeleton shortcake. I want to it's be with you. <laughs> oh, you hear a voice crackle through the static on the phone. It says, what are you doing with my daughter? Beth, who's what's your daughter? What's your answer? Who's your daughter? <laughs> the correct answer is... How you mean? <laughs> my dad is dead. <laughs> then who was phone? You hear screech through the other <laughs> receiver, and the line disconnects. Hmm. All right. <laughs> and then I just put um, the phone down, then. Can, can you roll mental for me? That's a normal conversation. That's a one. Give him a scared, unless he wants to use his brave to negate it. Uh, balance it out, brave. You, you refuse to become scared. How do I lose? Whatever the scared. fuck that was. Hang up. Who was phone? I will end your turn there. Where am I? You're in the attic. You're talking to Mr. Widemouth. He tells you what to avoid. You don't take his advice. There is a bunch of stuff in the boxes. I didn't, I didn't ask him what to avoid. Ask what the, most, the dangerous. most dangerous thing was. Correct. So you do see um, the the wooden box on your right, the the boxes of kid stuff to your left and right, the thing with the tarp on it, and Mr. Widemouth behind you. Are you staying in the attic or are you leaving? 
I'm grabbing the boombox and I'm heading down. You grab the boombox and you do head down. You are standing in the blue carpet hallway of the upstairs. I'm mm-hmm. heading down. You see, uh, you see uh, Harold Heavy Hands on your right in the office. Oh, actually. Hey. And you hear a snoring from, coming from, from the master bedroom as you notice a naked Deputy Dewey. I put my clothes back on. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. You put your clothes back on. Cuddled in bed, snoring in a deep sleep. <sighs> Japanese girl, Japanese girl. I'm, I'm going to yell real loud. <laughs> because I'm assuming, what the fuck's an orange for? <sighs> based on the positioning of the stairs, that pretty much everyone can hear me. Terry the Tickler may not be able to, but I'm, I'm assuming that I have... I'm no, I'd, say, I'd say you're in earshot of everyone. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to belt us, out no. that there's uh, a being trading... Blood for answers upstairs. <laughs> How does everyone else receive that? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> I say what well, you just let. Hey. <laughs> I say neat. <laughs> and uh, strawberry shortcake. What was your response? K. And what's your response, up. Harold? <laughs> I said, but you just left the attic. <laughs> <laughs> so he says you're the thing that's happening. I, I, I have my answers. <laughs> no, he says you're taking blood from people. <laughs> um, All right, you, you continue on your path. And then I'm headed outside. Down the uh, stairs, out the front door. Front door or back door? Uh, Nobody has touched the back. I was going to go down back. the front door, out the front door. Then you're then you're back out uh, looking at the uh, the car, the bridge, the shed, the doghouse, uh, and the old busted ass truck. And by the way, I locked the car. But then you should have then you should have just gone out the back door. Yeah, but I didn't want to go out the back door. All right, well he knocked on the back door once. Otherwise, trail connected trail. You're good. So you do you you do head You're past the doghouse along the right hand side of the house. Well, you know you you see the guest bedroom windows on your left and right. You can make out uh, you do uh, strawberry shortcake just chilling on the couch and and you could see through the bathroom or the, the second guest bedroom window that maybe Terry the Tickler is still in the kitchen playing with a gun. And um, you walk back and you are in the uh, the fork of the trail. There's something black in the woods in front of you. There is a um, gaggle of fairies to the rest in the middle of the trail. So um, there's something that smells real bad off to your right. Go that and then way. there's a uh, gaggle of fairies coming from that direction. Thing. And as you get closer to the fairies as you're walking along the path, they are going <laughs> and beckoning you forward. And they're tiny little sexy naked women. And they got their wings flapping and they're dancing and they're doing like a parade. And they're like, <laughs> they don't talk, but they're kind of beckoning you. Are they what smells bad? Nope. Then I don't give a shit. Wait, I think it's this thing, right? Is yes. that? Is that? Uh, then I'm gonna continue. You jump going through the brush towards, towards the smell, bad. and the first thing that hits you are there are flies so fucking much. everywhere. So I need you to roll. What are the flies fucking? You roll color? mental and roll physical, and let me know if you're using braves for either. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. He's gonna defeat. Using like both. Trying to trigger. For for flies. I don't know. <laughs> so this is the most dangerous fucking thing. I mean, right? it's coming. Maybe you should save this. Like I, I, I asked. I'm telling you're you rolling the for the flies. Fine, fine I'll you're save them. You're rolling for flies. I'm, I'm rolling right for the now. flies. I'll just roll. Here's mental. Two. Here's oh. physical. Two. <laughs> you're Lord of the flies. <laughs> I'm gonna let you didn't roll ones, but like you said. Can I fuck failed. the flies now? No. So here's here's what's gonna happen first. Um, <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Should've used your braves, idiot. <laughs> Should've bought bug spray. 
Ooh. I, did, I did give the option. Yeah, that's why that's there. Um, let me find where the fucking where the fucking flies. These flies keep fucking, man. Like, no matter what you do, they won't stop fucking. We're out here fucking. Oh, okay, and, and yeah, fucking. So when you get closer to the smell of death, you do realize that it is a carcass of some creature, completely oh, covered, no. completely covered in flies. And as you get closer to the flies, they're just fucking consuming this thing. You've never seen flies so fat. It's a lot wow. like the bees that Strawberry Shortcake witnessed. Um, okay, so you have to take a loss in either physical or mental first. Okay, I'm taking a loss in physical. And I need to know, are you going to use a brave to negate a scared if I give you one, or are you going to take a scared? Because you, you failed both rolls, so I gotta give you a scared and I gotta give you a loss. So the brave would negate it, or you can take the scared. I'll use the brave. So he, he spends a brave to negate that. Um, now the flies do dissipate. You get through them, you waft your arms, you fuck off, flies. And um, you do have the ability to check the carcass. Okay. Take a bite out. That's an okay to check the carcass. Absolutely. Is it an animal? Is it man? It's a deer. It's a deer. It has been torn apart from neck to crotch. Okay. Emptied. Is there anything inside? Like if I lift it when up? You, when you when you look inside, you are mystified that there's nothing but bones. The organs have been taken out completely, mm -hmm. and that's when you notice the smell is not just coming from the eh, that you just opened, but from all around you, and you do kind of turn and look up and strewn along the branches across everything in the canopy are the intestines, the organs, the lungs, Beautiful. hanging from each of the branches ornamentally. And at the topmost that you can see, you don't know how, you don't know why, but there's a symbol carved into the tree above the carcass. I'm gonna tell you to draw it down on your notes, because I want you to take mental inventory. Looks like that. Like, a, like, like an a, infinity with a line coming off it. Into I mean, I was going to say a penis. Cocking bulls yeah. with, uh, with two lines. It's metal. He's got two fucking bars going through. Mm. Okay. So you, you do make note of that, and I do also want to say that um, the smell grows. The mental loss and the scared did hit you. And you are feeling not great. Okay. And I will end your turn there. Tickle time. <laughs> you motherfucker. Um, okay. I run in the seat, uh, in the Deputy Dewey's room and take a nap with him. Oh. Do you really? <laughs> you, no. you end your turn. Because <laughs> uh, I'm going to ask you, do you really? <laughs> yeah, I cuddle up to okay. him. Can I stop You're being carrying a gun in a kitchen. Now. You're nowhere near him. What are you doing? Uh, I'm gonna go up to you. Let's attic. keep on moving. Do, do you need me, guys? Do, do you need me to tell you who hasn't triggered stuff so you guys can start making worse decisions, or like, does it just matter where you are and the stuff you need to look at? Because I swear, there's triggerable stuff on every page of this map, and you guys just <laughs> mystically avoid it. <laughs> it's like, oh, do you want to look in that box? Nah, fuck the box. <laughs> guess what's in the box? Now you know how I feel every goddamn week. Wild cards! Main bad guy. He triggered something, so we at least know someone's coming there. Yeah, I'm, I know I'm, that story. I'm trying to push bottle. Uh, yeah, oh, I, 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 I walk over to Wide Mouth. I crack it. 
Uh, so you've gone from the bottom floor all he, the way to the attic without saying anything. No, he said you ran all the way up to the attic because you heard said. you heard him say, "A creature likes blood." I run up and upon upon looking at you with you in particular, he smiles much wider and he goes, "Terry." Tickled to see you. Hey. I would he give would he accept a kiss? Sure. <laughs> so I pull out the Glock and I hold it against his head. And he offer... looks at the Glock, <laughs> he looks at you, and he goes, much like John Cena, are you sure about that? No, I tell him like this is good for both of us, because he's gonna get a kiss out of it. I just I don't trust him. Oh, you are you're threatening me. No, no, I'm not threatening you. I'm just protecting myself. Give me a kiss. Oh, how can I say no to that? Now, um, I'm here to ask a question. I know. Yeah, hey, so, point of physical. Uh, my TPA reports that I filed last week have not gone back to me, so I'm curious, is the intern fucking my wife? <laughs> no, it's the printer. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... Can Uncle Hospi trust it? Yes, he's the property owner. He doesn't live here. Oh, okay. The things that exist on this mountain, they are otherworldly and, and malicious and, and most content, but he does not oh, live. Wait. He does not live on the mountain. Shit, do I have a way of like giving him blood? Fuck. Oh, oh you're fine. Oh, I have nails you're, on me anyways. You're fine. Break. I would I would say that he, he would even produce something, you know. Let's, uh, you, okay. you tell me. Oh, you know, yeah, he has knives and shit. Um, damn, okay. I thought Uncle Haas was he finds, an issue. He finds your question rather funny, and he goes, that did not cost any blood, but thank you nonetheless. Oh, if, well. if you want to ask a more inquisitive question, I shall grant you another I lay down to the f- on the floor next to him, look up at the ceiling, go. <laughs> you ever just look out at the night sky and think somebody's looking back? <laughs> Wait. Oh, don't let me trigger like a Cthulhu here. You ever, and he, he, he answers your question with another question. He says, you ever hear anything when it looks back and answers you? Just kind of get up really quick, shudder a little bit, like, I like you. Pat him on the head. He accepts it, but he's still offering to give you another question. He did nothing. Offer nothing. Him, you offered offer him, him blood before he even demanded it of you. <laughs> so you offer took a physical quick, hit for nothing. I, I offer him a quick fist bump. He takes a tiny paw, jumps. I, I, tell, I point at him, I tell him, you you, me, we're going places after this. Where? I don't know, buddy cop film. Oh. In the sequel. <laughs> he nods, uh, you know, caressing his fingers. Are you really not going to ask him anything else? He, 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 he's uh, allowing you right now to ask him something. Okay, well, see, the shame is you said told us you'd tell us who triggered stuff, and so I was actually going to ask him who triggered stuff. Oh... Many unfortunate things happen on this mountain, but I live time and time again to witness mistakes made over and over. In the basement, you found yourself with a metal box. You should be lucky that you could not open it. Maybe don't try to. 
When I think of your friend who was last up here, let's just say his decision-making skills have quadrupled in the negative direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exponentially. Yeah, no, I, I believe that. <laughs> That's understandable, though. When I think of your comfy friend in bed with the nightmares that are about to encroach upon him, I weep for the future. Yeah, yeah, okay. The other two, the on the will. other hand, are a bunch of assholes. <laughs> hey. At least I'm not an asshole. <laughs> Let um, me tell you about the one, the sharp one, let's call him. <laughs> he had the start of something going on. Uh, let me let me remember what that was. Well, you said in the basement. Yeah, he, he's right the now. one that found the metal box. Oh, the he's the one who found the metal box. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yes. Sorry, I, I meant, I thought that was you. Okay. Um, he was also with the ship that oh. smashed. Oh, oh okay, so no, so, so, okay. You're not an asshole, I'm sorry. He looks at you and he goes, you're an asshole. Oh, uh, <laughs> because I, I, I haven't started he says, anything. He says, how nice of you to talk to Uncle Haas. And he kind of tilts his head back and forth and he goes, and how nice of you to not accept his help. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, see, you I'm... asked me earlier if he could be trusted. I will take your blood and I will tell you this. Oh, okay. I'm not so sure if you can trust his son. Yeah, I figured. And that other one in the pocket is a dickhead. He's <laughs> <Just> lucky. <laughs> Hashtag lucky. Yeah, I figured. Um, I've been trying things. I saw a guy. Uh, okay. I saw a tree. Hey, like... I saw the bee. Do you have to just stay Bees? up here all day? I like the view. Okay, cool. Um, it looks out over the mountains. And uh, outside game question, how much time till nightfall? I'm actually going to trigger it in about five minutes. So okay. I uh, was going to ask probably you. Probably after his turn. I was going to ask you, yeah. Uh, while you were in the attic, are you going to interact with anything else? Because questioning of wide mouth, I'm not going to count as a turn. Oh, okay. Um, what else on the ground floor could I work with? Damn. No, we yeah. we cleared out the ground floor. There's the oh, gap in between the fridge. TV There's the night. chocolate milk in the fridge. The gap between the wall and the fridge. He fucked with the radio. He fucked with the closet. He fucked with both closets. The picture. There's the TV and the window that have. Um, Did we touch the TV yet? Let's say. Oh, the TV. Let's say they have effects, <clears throat> but neither of them are hashtag important. Um, there's a lot of great stuff to be found in the basement. There's a lot of great stuff to be found in the attic. Um, there's a lot of great stuff to be found in the office. The office where Harold is? Harold. Yeah, I'll, I'll go visit him. I think it's cool. As you, as you do exit and go downstairs, I think, um, I think Mr. Widemouth would say something along the lines of, and let me just look real quick. Oh, will he let me take a picture of him? Neat. Yeah, that, you know where I'm going with this already. Well, part Vampires. Of me, part of me wants to say no. Like, he's not a vampire. Part he's of me wants to say like yeah, but I feel like when you do it, he wouldn't be there. There's like a smudge or like it just yeah, doesn't yeah, pick up. It does that you know, thing. like something not something nice. would go wrong with it. Um, let me describe what's in the office because I feel like he would say something real quick um, before you get there. Um, <laughs> Don't smash the ship bottle. <laughs> He, oh, says, he, he, says something, he says something along the lines of, your friend reading from the library who inspected the metal box, you might want to tell him 
his answers lie on the computer. Oh no. And I want to tell you to also tell your smelly friend outside that perhaps what he's looking for can be found in the desk. Interesting. Wait, what? What, uh, what he's looking for? He's the smelly friend outside. <laughs> Interesting. Because I know that story. That it is, I don't know if you do. It is worth your blood. The flies are one part, the <laughs> organs are a complete other fucking dovetail. I thought that was the dog story. The hunter and his dog? I actually didn't include that one. No, really? Damn. Okay, I mean, the, f- uh, the flies one is a different story. Oh, is it? The okay. flies one is, um, is there everywhere. It's a story about an erotic man sitting in an office and he just gets covered with flies. Uh, I'll check the desk. You want to check the desk? Yeah. There uh, are... Hey, Harold. Um, Ma! <laughs> this little uh, impish thing upstairs said in passing. I don't know. Something about checking the internet. I don't know. It might help you. So, um, you you look in the desk, and there are three things to be found, and I will let you choose what you want to interact with to kind of end your turn. Um, I'll, I, there, I just want you to pick one, and we'll we'll run into it. There's a letter crudely drawn on with crayon, a letter written in cursive, um, neither of which are opened, and the third one is a manila folder full of uh, notes and photos. Ooh. Yo, what's on the cursive note? See, I don't trust the crayon one, so I'll do the cursive note. You open the cursive letter and... Ironically, it looks as though a child was trying to write a letter to Santa, but accidentally wrote a letter to Satan. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying my hardest. He's trying to avoid all the children's shit. shit. (laughs) What I'm going to tell you is um, there's nothing inherently evil about this letter. It's just that the child who wrote it incorrectly spelled (laughs) Santa. Um, I'm going to. Oh, I don't. I'm, I'm going to story. give you a list of things that the kid asked for Christmas, and you're going to tell me what you are most channeled towards. Hopefully, a Glock is on there. Yeah. A bicycle, a Game Boy, a teddy bear, Legos, or a Barbie doll. Yeah, Game Boy, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you are not in tune with your childhood memories. Wait, what the you fuck? You gain nothing. Oh. Based upon the story, there's one answer, and that is incorrect. Mm. So you put the letter back down on the table, you gain nothing, the end of your turn. Uh, And let's just just say this, to to round out part one, because we've been going far too long with with part one, I expected this. (laughs) Oh, God, you guys are are wild. So, um... (laughs) You have... to push the plot, man! Oh, no, you, you have. Oh, yeah. Exponentially. Um, I don't awake from my little nappy boy. You are having a nightmare. <laughs> oh, no. In your nightmare, almost childlike, you hear chanting in the background and a clapping of hands in the motion of... And it says this. Daruma-san fell down. Daruma-san fell down. Daruma-san fell down. Daruma-san fell down. And it gets louder and louder until it's... Fucking amazing Go birds! Right? So, yeah. So so they as as the chanting down. as 
as Daruma-san fell down, gets chanted louder and louder, you see the woman, the beautiful, elegant, naked. Oh, now she's naked. Get up out of the bath. I have a side to ask you, though. She gets up out of the bath, and she does, um... A backflip. (laughs) She does kind of shake herself dry, and she puts on her robe. But with the wetness of her body and the porcelain tub and the coldness of the floor, she slips. I don't know. She fell down. The room is on. When she falls, her head hits the corner of the porcelain bathtub, and her body twists and falls into the water that is draining out of the tub. The way she hits it cracks the faucet in a certain way that the water continues falling over her unconscious face and body. And next thing you know... The room is on. She is, no is dead. Her body is full of water and the, the blood mm-hmm. spilling and coagulating with the water, creating a pinkish, reddish uh, tone as it spills over the porcelain edges and down the drain in the middle of the bathtub. And it's very vivid to you. Very vivid. To the point where you feel as though you're there and you're looking down on Daruma-san and as you get closer to her, her eyes open. Do I awake uh, from that? And you awake from your nightmare in a cold sweat, but your turn ends nonetheless. That had nothing to do with an orange. (laughs) Nope. The orange is an item in your inventory. Uh, We are going to end part one there, and I will tell you, statistically speaking, one of you has triggered two things. One of you is on the way to triggering something. One of you uh, definitely triggered something. That's me. And one of you is playing relatively... uh, Support based. It's. Uh, I don't think I've seen anything supernatural really yet. Oh no, you uh, definitely. There, well, there is like a skeleton. The, in the there is and, not yeah. a single line underneath any of your numbers. Yeah, none of my things were like, wow. I think there's a ghost. One there. line like, is for maybe, weird, but, like, maybe this gets triggered, but you didn't follow it through. I mean, the well, two lines like, are you definitely triggered something. Oh me? No, I'm saying you. You don't have a single line. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I, I, like, ran through, because I just wanted to, like, soothe my bee wounds, so I just ran by I that I really owl. got a pee, so let's yeah, go around the table too. real quick with people's uh, oh. feelings and intentions for Act 2 as the sun does set on your cabin and where you are right now. Most of you are inside, so that's good for you guys, oh, but it is falling tonight relatively quick. Yeah, uh, Harold Heavy Hands, how do you feel? What are you doing? Um... Well, my, my next goal is to find an empty carcass for the soul of Bev that I have with me to go into. I said you have a status, you have a status of, Bev, of Bev, which means you feel her with you. She will not and will never take physical form in this campaign. I will eject her from me into something else. <laughs> it will kill you in the process, and none of what you're looking to do will be succeeded. Okay, then I have Let's one goal. Let's pass to Strawberry Shortcake. And it's How you feeling? fuck wide mouth in the mouth. <laughs> How are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> the next step. Because I've just been sort of casually wandering you around. You are support class. Yeah, I was gonna watch TV, but you said that doesn't do anything either, so I might... Oh, no. Watching well, yeah, it'll, TV it'll certainly has it, an effect. Oh, okay. I thought you said it, it wasn't like a big multiple trigger. Multiple things. It's not a big trigger, but yeah. multiple things could be witnessed. All right. Well, you then need I, to just like I'm run around the room s- and just touch everything. I'm probably still <laughs> just going to sit there and watch TV. I mean, because like everyone else is triggering stuff. Let's I can see, get wrapped up if, in theirs. Let's see if you do that when night falls, because turning on the TV at night is different than turning it on during the day. Well, it's going to happen. Where so. am I? 
We know what you're doing, bud. Do you know who you're doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Do you know what's going on? <laughs> no idea. Yeah, there's a black obelisk out there, too. Go over there. Because uh, let me tell you, it's going to get fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how, how do you feel about the campaign so far? Uh, there hasn't been enough fire. There hasn't been. You're right. You I'm, did try I'm, setting I'm, the attic on I'm, fire. I'm not. I'm ready to sorry. set something on fire. I'm sorry for declining. That's that. okay. Some will get caught on tickler. fire. It might be this carcass. I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> you talk to. I have snacks for everyone. You talk to one of your best friends, but you also have been playing relatively support case yourself. Um, you also haven't triggered anything, but you're you're very close to. Wait, really? Yeah. I didn't trigger Uncle Haas. <laughs> no, you had to ask for his help, and then his son would call. Oh. Okay, I got That's what, what Mr. Widemouth was trying to tell you. Yeah, oh, I thought he was being more ambiguous saying I triggered it. Damn it. No. Uh, he said Uncle Haas could be trusted. I'm not so sure about, about, his, about son. his son. So if you would ask Uncle Haas for help, then he might have sent his son to come out and his son would have kid- killed you with a chainsaw or something. Nice. No, his son, it, it is his son. It is his son. Regular kid. A son can't have a chainsaw. Regular yeah, kid. Son's going to have chainsaws. Regular kid, but I'm not going to tell you what the kid would then start. Chainsaw. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I got a Glock, so Wasn't I'm the ready. the kid at the gas station? No. <laughs> kid, das- kid at the gas station is unrelated. You were also very far away from the gas station. Um, there were like two lefts. Dip, dip, you do. Uh, that, the tree, AKA the dew drop. The tree children. The log betrayed me. Every log that I've ever crossed in my life has been a good log. But that yo, betrayed me. That threw yo, me off my game so much getting attacked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's this disadvantage. It always kills me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I got fucked up. So glad that I found the naked man, though, just as a personal thing. That was um, one of your episodes. Mike is a fun character. I am bummed that I went to bed, but I went to bed because I thought that you would just make me fall asleep and get hurt more. So that's why I did that. So I'm kind of oh, bummed. No. I mean, you I'm kind of bummed. Oh, no. I'm kind of bummed are, that I didn't get another. You turn. were at the harbinger stage of the oncoming of something terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I at least wanted to. Yeah, I wanted to go in double trigger. I wanted to go in the last room and touch whoa, all that stuff. Whoa, then too, I wanted to touch everything in that room. Wait. Which room? No. I'm the one that's really the, bad. Like the bell and whatever else is there. Yeah, I want to terrible. touch everything. This is your double and he's terrible. Yeah. I yeah, think that it's might flipped. Be, you you think you're terrible and he's double? Yeah, because yeah, I haven't hit much. You got a factor but the thing in. that I hit was like, you know, I asked for the, the most right. dangerous thing. So I think that's the terrible. I think he's the double. Because I think it was bathtub and then bed. You also looked out the car window. And we haven't come back to that plot point of seeing a woman in the field. You uh, also took our protection and ran out of the house. <laughs> I'm coming back. You took back. the boombox and fucking skedaddled. <laughs> I took the what? Oh, you took the boombox? Box. Yeah. <laughs> but I've got a lucky parka. Tilly, tilly, boom. Yeah, no, I made sure to take that boombox. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, do you drop any feelings? Uh, regret. <laughs> uh, what's her name again? I just want to make sure I remember. Daruma san. She fell down. Daruma san fell down. Okay. I'm gonna have And she um she was she, she's she's a she's a fun she's. A fun it's not my fault that she fell. So um, maybe she's not. Mad I wouldn't at me. say you should feel as much with regret because at the point you're at right now, Django Phillips did the same exact thing and he didn't even enjoy the bath. Did he end up with an axe in his chest? No, he didn't. Yay! Um, but he did run off in the woods, trigger run one thing, run off into the house, and trigger the same thing you're currently dealing with. So we are going to repeat there, but I'm glad to say that you guys are not repeating in almost any other fashion. 
There um, is one thing that's going to happen. Can we go around and say how much damage we've taken? If you want. Terry, what do you uh, I purposely took one, which I almost didn't have to. One For the knowledge I ended up giving you yeah. is worth a drop, but yeah, you didn't physical. have to just oh. to ask about boss. Too physical, but I'm still salty that I'm still a scared boy. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm still under scared, one too. One fizzy, two minty. I have taken one physical and two mental, but I do have a lucky hey. parka, which is my orange Antarctic parka. I've taken more than everybody. You have, which yeah, is how much? Four physical. Four physical, oh. how many mental? Zero mental. Yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing good up here. You're shaking. My body's like, shaking I'm tripping big, over shit. Well, like, that's the end of part one. I think we all are ready to take a break, eat some snacks, and just chill for, for 10 to 15 minutes. So let's let's gather ourselves, use the bathroom. We will be back for the next part. So stay tuned. That was the rising action. Now is where we fall. Dormasol, I love you. Away to the days. Land until we stand at the shore.